And welcome back to episode 14 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. We are a podcast by crew for crew, and we have a full house tonight. I've got uh, my co-host here, Big Joey. I can't. I can't right now. We have, a special, we have another special <laughs> guest, Big Joey. Hey, that's me. And we have a uh, one of our uh, editors and chief chief editor, uh, you know, Optimus, guy. Pr- Optimus Prime drowning in a shallow puddle. Not sure if Nate's figured out his audio issues yet, but uh, he will join us when he can. Nate, can you give us uh, just a heads up or a hello or something? I don't think he can hear us. I think he's just frozen. I really think he's just messing with us the whole thing. He's totally messing with us. Right the whole thing changed cameras. How'd you get okay. two cameras? So we'll just pretend Nate's not here until he actually starts talking. So Word. Uh, big, either of the big Joey's, what are you guys wear, uh, drinking this week? Oh, I have nothing at the moment. So if you if you got something in your hands, go. Yeah. Oh, actually, should we do the sack segment? Because I think that's going to parlay into the drink um, from what Damager said. He wanted me to have a beer ready. So I'm going to. Well, do you want to tell your half a sack story and then I can do my sack? I'm, I'm assuming. Or should I go first? Because yours is already open. I'm going to get a I'm beer guessing. and then I'm okay. going to get ready for the sack segment. All right. So. so sorry, Joey. We all have a sack segment today. And, you know, as per the. <laughs> As per the sister segment, we would do yep. the, all of this stuff before we get the guest on. So um, uh, I hope we warned and, you about I, this. I'm pretty sure it was Big Jack and Ginger sent sent us a sack segment, right? Is that who it was? No, <laughs> was it was it the guy that looks? Oh, it was the guy that looks like him. It was uh, it, was it Dingalinger? Big uh, Dylan big Chris, Dam. <laughs> yeah, Chris, big Chris Daminger. He sent us a sack segment. Uh, pretty sure mine arrived at my house like three weeks ago, and Joey showed up like. Four days yesterday. ago. So. Like yesterday. Yeah, oh, days so ago. a fun thing about me going away for three days uh, to like work retreats, my most recent massonomics drop is going to show up tomorrow. Nice. The day I leave for three days of like uh, Carol Stream. Perfect timing. Carol Stream once again. All right. I'm going to get out my. going to get out my fancy knife here. But he was actually shocked. He said it wasn't going to get to us, and it did. at the same time. Well, I'm no, going to cut. I'm going to cut. You mentioned mine. half a sack, so that's why I was kind of confused. Well, he so, Dammy, which I think right. we've started calling him suddenly now, uh, has told me that this would go better with a bottle of Keith's. But here's the thing: okay. I don't drink bottles, and I find them impossible to get. Gotcha. So we're going to open this up. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. So big Chris Damager, he sent us a looks to be oh, a skinny. Oh. I'm going to call it a skinny beer koozie with it, our it, unpaid it, and underrated logo on it with our, ooh, it does, ooh, because as everyone knows, I've bitched many a time, ooh. but that actually fits my Michelob Ultra can perfectly. Uh, if anyone has been listening, I have complained many a time about all the Mastonomics koozies being too floppy for uh, a skinny McUltra can or a bottle. So this is actually a perfect sized uh, koozie for that. So I'm going to just found my new, my new go-to koozie. Yeah, it'll fit nothing that I drink. Yeah, there's no way you're putting a Keats in there. Like it, I will like, do what I want, sir. Yeah. It Sometimes you gotta pull the mirrors in and and just <laughs> it was a, <laughs> a snug fit for the McUltra can. Yeah, I, buddy. I just, that's in there. Yeah, I think he did a really good job too, because I had ordered like a thing off for or I got it for Christmas, like uh like a hard a hard shell uh koozie for skinny cans but it's too tall it's literally like the same height as the can so as you're drinking it you're just l- like fucking licking the the plastic <laughs> koozie thing whereas one damager sent us has about a almost an three quarter of an inch gap between the top of the koozie and the actual can so there's no uh koozie to mouth uh connection and no. now it is red you just it's gotta not put orange. it in 
No, yeah, it's you just got to put an ab mat uh, barbell pillow on yeah, the bottom yeah, of the yeah. plastic one. There you go to raise it up the hair. <laughs> that's good stuff. No, that's good work, Dammy. That's good work. That uh, it it does actually fit my uh, the big can. It's just a like I said, a bit of a tight a bit of a tight squeeze. He spelled right. things right, which we got that going for us. That nice. actually is oh, pretty rare. So unpaid and underrated. Yep, perfect. Love it. Yeah, because it's it's got the big U and U on the front, and then and uh, a vertical font, uh, unpaid and underrated, going to up the side. So really appreciate that, Chris. Thank you, buddy. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm obviously drinking a Mick Ultra, and I got a hop water to get into in a little bit. Joey's knocking out a Keats, and what about uh, other Joey, American Joey? Actually, I actually think it'll be American. It'll be Joey and American Joey. I think that's how I'm going to do it. I've got a uh, black cherry polar seltzer, which is nice. uh, one of my favorites. Love it. Good, good, good. Yeah, the polars are pretty popular. Polars I grabbed it. some. I grabbed some when we were down there. Oh, with the with the, with the drink spotter light safe. ready to go. Now do you mm-hmm. actually have something metal to? Yeah, just 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 stick that big magnet right to your computer. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I put it right on the hard drive. Figure mm-hmm. that'll work. I think that's what happened to Nate's audio right before this. He put his drink spotter light right on his microphone and <laughs> fucked up the internals. I I hate I hate that this might be a bit and he's getting us with it. Yeah, <laughs> fucker. I can like he keeps like I think my like everyone like I don't. I, if you guys text me during the podcast, I don't see it unless I pick up my phone because I don't have any alerts set it up. So after like eight o'clock, so like I'll, there's times I'm podcasting, and I look and there's like thirty messages with, with like that Nate and Joey have gone back and forth. So I'm sure he's talking to us right now, but I'm not seeing him. But uh, uh, this week I'm wearing everyone's favorite all go no show. I'm actually wearing it this time too. Not uh, as some some previous people might have been a little lying when they said they were wearing one. I'm actually wearing one. They were all wearing them. I don't know what you're talking about. Eh, possibly. We'll have to get Nate on to confirm, but I don't think that's going to happen. What about you, American Joey? What do you got on tonight, buddy? Um, I've got on the Strong and Silly shirt, which is my current favorite Massonomics t-shirt. Easily one of the best. I'm so happy they went with that eventually. Right. Uh, I'm, yep. I've got my, actually, my favorite, which is the Pursuit of Strength. The, yes. uh, the, the chase never ends. No, I know you've been asking for that in a banner. So the the trick, I think, is just just gain another fifteen pounds to where that shirt doesn't fit, and just put it right on the wall, and that's your banner. That's your pursuit yeah. of happiness I, banner, or the I can't. pursuit of strength banner. It's not. I'm not even gaining weight. I'm still the same weight. <laughs> that's what bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm still within ten pounds of when I was wearing smalls. So <laughs> it's all water weight. It's all creatine water weight. There you go. And, and trend. <laughs> it's all trend. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw some. Did, not, did anyone see any trend commercials at the Super Bowl or anything like that? I, I don't think I caught any. Uh, I, I, we, I was going to do a whole segment about commercials, but I can't really remember any of them. Like, I saw a couple movie trailers I wanted to go see. Other than that, I'm like, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, usually, there's, there's like multiple memorable ones, but I didn't have too many that stood out. I don't know what you're talking about. The Super Bowl <laughs> commercials. Oh, now, 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 now who's doing a bit? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. So the Super Bowl was this weekend. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. Two, two days. Two yes, days and ago. we finally saw closure to the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelce arc, right? Yeah, hopefully, right. Like it's we finally saw. Yeah, the, it was the season finale. Like yeah, it, it was. Months. It's all a work, and we're all discovering now that even football is scripted. <laughs> like you guys want wrestling's fake? Uh huh. Tell me that now. <laughs> Tell me that now. Uh, I actually don't know who won though. Did did his yes. team win? Taylor Swift won. Taylor Swift won. Great. Yeah, she won. 
Usher lost, I heard. Uh, I'm lying. I actually, the only thing I watched was his performance. Was that, I'm sure, yeah. Like, I literally walked into my dad's <laughs> room because the kids were sleeping in the living room, and I was like, put this on for me, please. <laughs> and then when uh, Lil John came out, I got pretty amped because I was just like, I hope Lil John's showing up. And of course he did. Well, I think they had to because, like, most of the songs that I knew of his were collaboration songs. So I'm like, well, he's just going to get up there and sing his part to like these like four really, really famous songs that he's not the only vocalist on. So I was like, okay, they yeah, it made sense that they brought in at least two or three people to, you know, do what? their songs. What? You're telling me Confessions isn't on your radar? Maybe. I, I can confess that it's probably not. <laughs> All right. Good pun. You got me on that one. <laughs> but either way, Confessions is definitely on my right? radar. Yeah. Who was that? One, one of the Davids was giving a shit for uh, when we do have a, 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 a witty joke that we explain it and that ruins it. Well, well fuck you, David. Yeah, I like I like that one of the former guests came on to say this has never been funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, your episode was, 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 was top tier, not funny. Huh? Yeah, yeah, self burn. It's <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, the uh, the the two Joey's meme that Brian had posted about an hour ago was pretty funny though. I think everyone got a kick out of that. That made oh, me that laugh great. out like I was in bed and I just happened to open Instagram and see that you had posted it and I laughed out loud. And I actually Morgan said from the other room. Okay, now what? Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, hey Nate, what are you wearing? Yo, yo, yo! The technical guy Nate in the building. I think I just blew Keith's so e- fucking loud. <laughs> you, you blew us all, buddy. You blew us all. That was so loud. That was like the opposite of swim hack last week. He was on like level two, and Nate came on at level twelve. We see, look at this. It goes up to 11. And now he's not saying anything. Our, te- our technically guy wearing, is doing Nate? great. <laughs> he's gone again. Okay. Gone again. <laughs> We're not going to just, just don't let him back in. I think he's just fucking with us. <laughs> I hope uh, so. <laughs> um, let's see. I got a couple of things. So uh, since I just mentioned swim hack, uh, if anyone had listened to last week's episode, his like one, I think the one of the top things he had mentioned for a bench accessory was heavy holds, like unracking something like 20 to 75 pounds above your PR or whatever, and just holding it for 10 seconds. So I've done that twice so far at like, I don't know, it was, I did it at 300, 315 and 335. So anywhere from like 30 to 50 pounds more than my PR. Dude, that's challenging. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, I still don't think it smokes my triceps like a board press does. Like I'll still argue that like a two board is more beneficial for me than a heavy unrack, but it was still pretty cool to unrack literally 50 pounds more than any or 50 pounds more than I've ever comp pressed before. Just hold it there for 10 seconds. And like watching the video back and you can like see my triceps, like almost convulsing and shit. And my arms kind of like with shimming and back and forth. But uh, I don't know if anyone else has tried it yet, but I've, uh, it's something I'll definitely implement during prep, at least for this, you know, run and, you know, see what happens. But I think, you know, James has a 672 raw bench. So I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I've tried those for squats. Done, oh, no, yeah, Joey, me too. Joey, good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was just you throw it on your shoulders. You throw it on your shoulders and just see if you can even stand with it, right? And maybe you'll do like a, a one eighth squat just to see like how it feels going up and down. I've done it on squats. Obviously, you can't do it on deads. That's just a rack pull. Yeah. You might just do a rack pull to see like, can I even get this into a lockout? Um, I haven't done a rack pull in four years. So I actually, uh, I can't say I've done any of that, but maybe I will start playing with those on bench. Cause 
my bench sucks right now. So we'll see if maybe, maybe swim hack can teach me something. <laughs> see if he can help you out. Um, let's see. So I had a little, I listened to one of Huck Finn's fucking, he did, he did, he did like the one. So Huck Finn has like three different podcasts. One that he does with just his old lady sometimes. I think it's the Huck Finn Barbell Show. And sometimes it's actually a good episode. This week was literally just them trying to set up their cameras and just him and his wife, like just not really communicating well. It was like probably the worst episode they've ever had that I've ever listened to. But it was really funny because uh, the one thing that segued into that, uh, they had mentioned that Rep Fitness got a one year ban from the Arnold. And I was like, well, this is I'm take that with a grain of salt because Huck Finn said something. So I don't really believe Huck Finn when he says anything technical. Uh, but I actually mentioned it to one of my, my group chats with my home gym buddies and uh, Jake from Garage Gym Experiment actually confirmed it that he heard it was true. So it was just interesting. Uh, the whole thing they were banned from, from what I heard was they had a shirt last year that had the, either the Arnold logo or the picture of Arnold or something to do with an Arnold. So they were like all pissy because of like copyright infringement kind of. Uh, so big grant, if you're listening, better watch out because you've got a whole sticker that literally has Arnold's logo on it. Uh, so I would hate to see you get kicked out of the Arnold or banned next year. Uh, you know, cause you're, if anything, you're trying to fucking promote the Arnold, but they don't want people to do that because they're not making money off of it. So find that kind of, you know, Bush league by, you know, the Arnold, uh, I'm curious what everyone else's opinion is if they have one. I, I think sometimes you got to calm down on jumping in on who you who you criticize, why and when. You're a little quick every once in a while. Uh, the Arnold has every right to protect their brand. They have every right and reason to do so. And that might not even be the reality, right? Yeah. Maybe Rep One Fitness did something fucking egregious that we don't know about. Uh, I would say that um, as as somebody who has been to the Arnold, loves the Arnold and is going again this year, I'm going to say, I don't care. I'm not, I don't even know who rep one fitness is. No, it's uh, just, it's rep fitness, not rep one. Fit. It's rep fitness. It's just, has a one year ban. It's not just rep, rep not fitness. Rep fitness. Yeah. And that's how much that entire concept means to me. It's like, they're like bells of steel, but better. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good example of everybody relax. Everything is fine. That's funny. Don't, don't fuck around. Cause then you find out sometimes. I just found it was odd because like there's definitely other people there that would have shirts and stuff with their logo. Like, I don't know. I was just, I don't even know what, I don't remember seeing what shirt they were talking about, but I know people in the past have had. And that's my point. If you are like, we're at the Arnold and you have the Arnold thing, that's one thing. But if you're like, we are the Arnold and you have a spoof of it. Yeah. I'm not sure what, then maybe. Yeah. Until we're sure. I think it's just time to like chill on, on calling anybody, anything, especially the fucking Arnold. (laughs) <laughs> like where most of our <laughs> friends make money, Keith. They make money hand over fist. I'm the Arnold now. Is there that, he goes. Oh wait, oh his audio works. Hey, so I've been through like three devices. Um, I've been going through it uh, tonight. We love Joey what, out of the orange glasses. Come, we'll have to mail him some. <laughs> send Joey a sack. Uh, no, I booted up uh, this little Mac. Macintosh here I have sitting over in the corner. Leave those on. Keith got a picture. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Keith got a picture while we chat here. So keep talking. Like you, you, um, don't, you can talk during a picture, Nate. Listen, I'm so <laughs> upset right now. You can't talk through a picture because then the faces look all weird. Okay? I can edit all of this in post. That's the whole only the only thing I was thinking while 
all of this was happening was like, I'm just creating more work for me this weekend that I have to edit all of my mistakes out. And I'm getting really annoyed. You have extra time since we're recording on a Tuesday. You have, you almost have, a, you, have, you, have six, like, you have six days. I have negative time. I'm just losing time this week. It's insane <laughs> at the rate I'm losing time this week. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the Arnold, I wanted to say I'm like, I don't know. 80% sure last year uh, Grant did have like the Arnold flexing silhouette at least on the back of the shirt they did for like the Arnold but they were also like ultra premier sponsor I have that mm-hmm. shirt I wore it like mm-hmm. a day ago um, yeah. but yeah so I'm curious what shirt it was and like why in the world rep one fitness whoever they are would would get banned from the Arnold. It, I mean, maybe it's a cover-up job. It's like an inside job kind of thing. Oh, it's a PSYOP. Yeah, like, I, I think it's a conspiracy. I don't think... Oh, that was... I don't think Rep 1 Fitness is even real, honestly, if you ask me. How do you wear these glasses the entire night? These are <laughs> no, terrible. No, well, okay, no, let I'm, me tell I, you. I'm he wears them didn't. all day, and then <laughs> all evening, and then all night, and then he yeah. puts them on again in the morning. I'll put my other ones on since yeah. the listeners at home, since the listeners at home only got to uh, listen to me unbox these. I'll wear. I'll oh, put God, them on. Was, I think we still have people complaining about that one. <laughs> All, time All right, um, let's let's jump into rating next last week's episode. Hold on, I haven't finished all my stuff. I need oh, to get fuck, through. Here we go. We have like a guest <laughs> to get to. Okay, I just wanted so like five words. I, I don't. Think I wanted a guest on this week. I wanted it's to shout Keith out and Joey. I wanted to yeah. shout out my shirt. I got a cool shirt, Joey. Look, it's got my wife on it. Oh, nice. My wife. And your wife that has to go deal with the kids that you just woke up by screaming, probably. No, they'll be fine. That's up the loudest. It's just my wife. He's not even saying it right. My wife. It's my wife. Uh, I got this for Christmas, and I was was like, ah, crap. I got to go downstairs. I need a Mastonomic shirt. And then I just saw that. In on the top of, I was like, I'll just wear my wife's shirt. That works as well. It's It's in the Mastonomics lore. It's adjacent for sure. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, oh, bye. Okay. I'll, I'll leave the podcast now. No, don't leave the podcast. We have <laughs> things for you. Like, join us for a little bit. <laughs> Stop screaming at me all the time. No. So, big uh, big Joey E, you want to rate last week's episode for us? Kick it off with a little, uh, you know, one to five on the Mastonomics iPod Gym Touches uh, scale. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, wild being on a recording because last week's episode was literally yesterday's episode. Um <laughs> But uh, I didn't really know Shane Holler at all and uh, was a little iffy going into it. But then he mentioned how much he loves cats and that really turned me around. So I think I'm going to go with a bold out there rating of five Massonomics Gym iPod touches. Nice. That's a, that's a good rating. Uh, I I did listen to last week's episode, but I'm actually going to rate an episode from, you know, the the backlog because I was pretty much sick and bedridden multiple days recently. So uh, episode 77, I believe, was when Tanner uh, survived a hurricane and uh, him and, uh, you know, uh, one of the other guests or one of the other hosts talked about uh, his experience with uh, hurri- one of the hurricanes in 2017, I think. And it was a really informative, good episode of... Uh, a little sneak peek of what was going on in, in on 2017 in Tanner's life. So for all those reasons, I'll go ahead and give that a five out of five Mastodonomics Gym iPod touches. Uh, I had a lot of fun at listening to at 1.5. Uh, there's mm-hmm. two things that are really funny at 1.5 speeds. Uh, it is the cool beans 
that he plays. Um, it is suddenly like we a uh, hard style is the what I couldn't get out last week. That's what it is. It's hard style techno. Uh, and Tommy in general at 1.5 speeds is always going to be my favorite. That dude already talks kind of fast, but he has like a very, he starts really slow, but then he gets really cool. And then he starts to slow down again. So at 1.5, like you just, you miss almost all of what Tommy says. Um, so for that reason, it's going to get a, uh, uh, 5.0. I'm going to go, I'm going to go out on the rails and give it a 5.0, um, Massonomics iPod touches. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but yeah, we don't usually do the points on this, the, the point something. So is, is no one going to address the travesty that Keith just committed? Are we just going to glaze right over that? Oh, what I do this time? When I miss, I Keith is just rating whatever episode he wants. <laughs> what episode did he? I thought he the Shane Haller. I thought it was the Shane Haller episode. episode seventy three <laughs> of the podcast. Joey doesn't even listen. Uh, Joey doesn't even listen to you. Keith. I was making memes. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> that that does remind me of the the making the meme things. I, we had a lot of a lot of traction when I uh, like. Uh, Tanner literally called me out to like, oh, send this to to. To Tom and Tom, and see if we can get them to come to let, let, let's get you know the, the lift hardly yes. easy. So I like I <laughs> literally cropped the video as the you know I was like oh I'm gonna tag, tag fucking like 15 people on it, and sure enough I was like it was funny because I think from the time I had heard Tanner say that in like when I listened to the podcast Monday, I had like the whole thing posted like 10 minutes later. So I was pretty proud of that. Um, That's impressive. We're doing yeah, we're just, doing great from a technical standpoint. From a I'm me happy. paying attention standpoint, we are having a great podcast, <laughs> Joey. The, the technical aptitude that we have on this call this week is way too high for the level of difficulty that I've had with yeah. the most basic form of technology. Yeah. You, should, but, you should be. You should really be embarrassed, Nate. I am embarrassed. Quite but I'm honestly. also at like like if there's a level of exhaustion somebody could be at. Oh, yeah. Like I'm at like nine point five out of ten on the glaze exhaustion scale because like that doesn't exist. My kids only. are. My kids were sick. And then I got sick. And then I'll tell you, I finally took a couple of days off work and I was like, guys, I'm just not coming in. The schedule is adjusted. So you guys will be fine without me. And then Morgan got like downright in bed for a day sick. So I went from like being completely out of it to full-time dad. <laughs> and like, I was like, well, that's okay. Cause if you're at 20% and I'm at 80%, I guess I'm making up the difference it's just like what you do, you tag in, right? You tag in as a as a parent or whatever, and uh, yeah, God, that fucked me right in. So I'm at I'm at nine point five, which luckily for us puts me way farther on the silly spectrum. Like it's not <laughs> like not on Let's the go. yeah. Like I'm just I'm just here to have fun at this rate. Throw whatever you can at me. Does Start it make you any stronger or just sillier? Uh, definitely. Actually, my squads yesterday flew. To the point that I was kind of concerned that I undershot my prep, my readiness. Because yeah, they they kind of flew. So did the so did the overhead press. And then I'm just not going to get to work out at all this week because I'm not going to work out in a hotel gym. They don't even have barbells, weirdos. I'm gonna bring my own barbell. Just throw them. Just throw my Texas power bar in the back <laughs> of my car. This is mine now. I'm just bringing this into the gym. Smash up the pool floor because the the gym's right next to the pool. <laughs> Just completely disrupt the entire building, doing five like four hundred pound reps. Let's do it. Why not? 
do it uh, do it live the only thing you forgot about that is you also have to bring the 400 pounds of plates also which is more challenging to load up than just one barbell <laughs> no, i got hundos i got those oh, hundos. Got that, 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 that makes things a little easier not Perfect. at all not at all from like an exhaustion standpoint yeah just from i had to do less trips <laughs> yep, yep. um i would give the episode five ipod touches by the way nice who now, like last the week, fuck are you 77 <laughs> which episode we just, i would like to give episode um uh, uh 33 of the massonomics podcast five ipod touches because apparently nothing matters anymore there's no organization there's no structure to this he's uh, just you're gonna ruin poor kevin's spreadsheet uh, that we keep yeah i mean yeah. suddenly you have four or three hosts on you've got two joeys on it's it's chaos over here. <laughs> That's why Nate joined is because we just couldn't out. We couldn't have more Joey's than yeah. others, than others yeah, yeah. <laughs> to balance the ratio. Yeah, it's the next um, nomination. Like you're not a Joey. Like relax. We got this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> next week we're gonna have a, a literal baby. Uh, not nah, shootout kangaroo. That's the word. <laughs> it would have been better if I had that word in my pocket, but all I could think was giraffe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Longest right. nose breath on a podcast <laughs> by me tonight. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think that covers most of our general topics. So, Big Joey uh, E, would you like to do a little massonomic sponsor read for us? You got anything ready for the for the mm. guest? Yeah, yeah. Let me get this sponsor read out there so we can get the guest on the horn. Nate, do you think you can kick this some people out was... while he reads this ad? Oh yeah, dude. If I try to do that, I'm <laughs> I I'm on it. Then I'm on it. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you again, Joey, but like, that's all right. I don't think I could do anything tonight. I'm afraid to speak. I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Uh, this week's episode of Unpaid and Underrated is brought to you by Aberdeen Strength Training. In late 2014, a small upstart YouTube channel was formed by some dudes just being dudes and lifting weights. Not satisfied by merely taking the YouTube world by storm, they quickly founded a gym and started designing and selling t-shirts out of the trunk of their car. After realizing that the internet was a much bigger trunk of a much bigger car, they started selling their hilarious lifting-adjacent merch to the masses. Along with this phenomenal growth came a name change to Massonomics and the founding of the world's first lifting podcast about nothing. Whether you're a beginner, lifetime intermediate, or advanced lifter, there's no better place than Massonomics to learn how to get strong, stay strong, and use your strength. Become a supporting member today and get access to the Massonomics Discord, a discount cord, a discount code, early access to new drops, and other cool benefits. Visit Massonomics.com slash join to become a member of crew today. Love it. Well done. Thank you. All right. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, let's get our guest on the horn there. Um, hey, Big Joey, is that you? Yeah, yeah, that that's me. I'm I'm Big Joey. Are, right. Oh wait, are you Big Joey? I'm I'm one of the Big Joey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah oh, we oh. we finally get to do that here. There's like a thousand mats. How many Joeys are there? Are there just the two of you, or are there? No, there's 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 a Joe D. I there's think, a right? third. Yeah, it's there's Joe. a Joe, but I don't think I don't think they yeah, go by Joey. Yeah, so. Joe. The, so they Joe don't have e, the same problems. D. They don't yeah. have the same problems we have as Joeys, which I'm sure we will get into in some of our guest questions. Um, but you are live on the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. Um, be prepared to be mocked by people you've never met, but are probably still feeling close to anyway. Happy to be here. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so let's let's go with the lead question. I think that a lot of people really like hearing about um, what brought you here. Like, what brought you to Massonomics? Tell us your silly goose origin story. 
Yeah, so I was actually uh, taking some notes earlier this week uh, to be prepared for this question. Uh, the first episode I listened to was episode 342 with Chad Wesley Smith. Uh, so I was already doing uh, Juggernaut AI for my programming, and he posted in the Facebook group there that he was going to be on the Massonomics podcast. Uh, at that time, I had never heard of it and said, oh, I'll give it a listen. I'll throw it on for my next lifting session and just kind of see what this is about. And uh, about 20 minutes into the episode, I'm like, I don't know what I'm listening to. I, I thought this was a lifting <laughs> podcast. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, then, you know, he gets on there. He does his his interview. Uh, they close out the episode. And uh, the next lifting session, I, I get a notification for another episode. And I say, oh, I'll, I'll throw this on again. I, I don't really know what's going on, but you know, I kind of know who these guests are. I'll, I'll see what's going and then uh, fast forward to uh, May of 2023, I'd, I'd been listening on and off for a while. Uh, and then I see that there's a, a new sister podcast in the works, the uh, the big sister podcast, if you will, Unpaid and Underrated. <laughs> um, I'd been chatting with Keith a little bit on on Instagram because we crossed paths at Home Gym Con, but didn't really get a chance to, to see each other too much there. I uh, started listening to to that podcast and I was like, you know, at this point, I'm. I think I'm already in too deep. I think I got to just go ahead and join and uh, uh, become a supporting <laughs> member and change my entire wardrobe, complain about the blanks. You know, the whole the whole shebang. Nice. So I so I just met some nice guys at a convention and I gave them my personal information and now I'm part of uh, what I swear is not a cult. Is essentially <laughs> your story. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Well, That's welcome. Awesome. We are happy to have you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And that, that is kind of accurate. Like we, we, I definitely saw you at home gym con, but we had not really known each other before that. So I don't like, it was one of those things where like, I should probably talk to that person, but then you just don't really get it. Right. It's just like, you're too ner not really nervous, but like, that's why this podcast exists because when we see each other next time, we're going to have already had a freaking two hour podcast. Well, to, you know, two hour plus podcast. So that's my whole thing is I want everyone to oh, do I'm that. going for five. Yeah. Well, you and you and Nate can, can do that. Dude, together. I'm ready to I'm, roll. I'm punching out. At about, <laughs> I'm on one tonight. Let's go. Two hours, 45 <laughs> minutes. I'm going into bed. So you guys do whatever you want after that. Yeah, I got three days of stuff to do tomorrow. And um, so I'm pretty sure your your IG is not Joey underscore Malesko. So what is it, uh, Joey? Where, you can't where, even where spell that. MLZ. I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. Oh, come on. You can't. Seriously? He doesn't listen I, to this podcast. He doesn't follow me. M L E Z. What, Joey? What is your. Give us a hit up uh, with your social spelling bee. My my Instagram handle is much easier to spell. It's joey.echeveria. So it's spelled exactly how it's pronounced. Oh, duh. <laughs> but for anyone that wants the spelling, it's. Uh, E C H E V is in victory E E E E R R I, um, because I didn't have any other ideas when I was making my Instagram handle. I decided to just make it my full name, and I'm in too deep with it. So that's that's just what it is. The good news is, if you start searching Joey Etch in Instagram, I'm pretty sure it shows up. So that actually is, and then uh, on... my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually is. It sounds exactly how it's spelled. Damn it. <laughs> And then uh, on Discord, I believe currently I am Big American Joey because mm -hmm. I decided that that was the uh, the variant of Big Joey that made the most sense for me. Makes sense to me. 
Everyone, be sure to go follow every. Uh, go, be, bleh, go be sure to go follow Big Joey on uh, Instagram, as well as the other Big Joey because apparently no one's following him either. Yeah, yeah. I don't, apparently don't have enough followers. Uh, so where are you from? What's going on there? Like you're, you're are you Midwest? Or are you like uh, Midwest I live adjacent? in the Midwest. Yeah. I, I well, it depends on your definition of the Midwest. I currently live in Indiana, um, which I I believe most people would classify that as Midwest. Yeah, it's a, um, everything south of me, Midwest adjacent. Everything south of me is Midwest, Joey. So I'm assuming then, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, but I'm not originally from here. I'm originally from, uh, well, grew up in first in upstate New York and then upstate South Carolina and lived a bunch of different places in between. Where in upstate New York? Uh, the Schenectady area okay. in yeah, uh, Scotia, New York. It's like an hour from me. Oh, Nate loved that word. <laughs> We're just going through things I can't spell tonight. That's the name of the game, which isn't very hard. <laughs> Trying to take notes, and he went, "No, yep, that's upstate. I can get that one." <laughs> oh, actually, actually, I lied. That's that's, that's 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 like three hours. I was thinking of Skinny Atlas. That's like in Syracuse. Th- those are different words. Yeah, Schenectady yeah, like and Skinneapolis. Schenectady is Albany adjacent. And Albany I was thinking of the Adirondacks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Otakokes. It's all it's all, all in the Otakokes. Uh, so what what took you out from like that to where you are now? Like that's a kind of a big jump. Oh, I mean, I, I've lived all over. So uh, after South Carolina, I went to college in Pittsburgh uh, to Carnegie Mellon. Um, from there, I moved to the Washington, D.C. area, living in uh, Maryland. And then I... I moved from there to the United Kingdom, lived there for about five years. Oh, wow. Uh, went from there back to Maryland, was in Maryland again for another three years. And then I moved all the way across the country to San Francisco, lived in San Francisco for six years and came to Indiana because my wife already lived here. They weren't oh. my wife at the time, but uh, we got married after I moved here. Nice. And now that you have a home gym, I don't think you want to move again, do you? <laughs> uh, we actually do want to move. We'd like to move to uh, the Pacific Northwest, um, okay. but we don't have timing for that yet. And almost every week I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to try to keep this. This I'm definitely going to sell. And then it just <laughs> keeps changing. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Fun story. I've been to one of those places. <laughs> I know. I, San Francisco. You know, King I have been to San Francisco. Right? Yeah. I was just thinking, usually when people are like, I've been everywhere. They've lived in like two states. This man <laughs> has lived in multiple countries. Like, it's like, like, yeah, I've lived everywhere. It's like, you've just lived in different suburbs of the same city. It's like, I have, you know, I've lived so many places. No, oh, you know, I was here. Then I, then I went to the UK. The yeah. UK for five years, too. So how did like, so you were there for five years. Like, did you almost mm-hmm. like assimil- you kind of like assimilated there to some extent? So when you moved back, was it kind of like a culture shock, or were you just like, did you fall right back into old habits of just I being? S- I still see here some of the accent coming through. So, <laughs> uh, honestly, it wasn't that big of a culture shock. Uh, I had a American friend that also lived in the UK at the time, and he liked to describe it as living in England is like living in the sixty third state. So it's still like it's a little bit further out there compared to the rest of the United States, but it's not that different. Um, 
And then it it also helped that uh, at that time I was traveling quite a bit for work. So I went to like a lot of conferences all over the U.S. So I was probably in the U.S. like four or five times a year for most of those years. Uh, So for the people that aren't American, where in the U.K.? Because that's a that's a general area. (laughs) For the people that are American, that is like as much as we can handle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like the U.K. means like. Half of Ireland, not all of Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Britain, <laughs> like where in the UK were you? Uh, so I lived in a small city called Ripon, uh, which was near Leeds and York, if you're familiar with that area. So it was the the no. sort of considered the north of England. Yeah. Okay. Northern England. Yeah. I'm not familiar with where the cities are, but I know Northern England is. Yeah. I just wanted to, when you say UK, people are like, oh, I lived in London, didn't it? And like, no, like that's a, that's a big area. <laughs> and you know, if you, waiting. if you, if you are Irish and somebody says the UK, like you've got to make sure, like you say, like, no, <laughs> like I'm, I'm Southern or Northern. So I wanted to just get that clarification. Mm-hmm. You're going to say something there, Keith. I was waiting for him to tell us that he was from like another six places in the UK. In that five years, he moved every year. <laughs> yeah, so like, like seven different townships over uh, there. Actually, funny story. Yeah. I've been to all of the countries. Yeah, every I am one the of UK. Them. <laughs> uh, so, Batman, when did you live in Gotham City? Uh, I lived in Gotham City from approximately twenty fifteen until like. 2021 mm-hmm. um so i got the nickname batman when i was working for a small startup called rokana which doesn't exist anymore they got bought out by another tech company called splunk that i'm sure no one on this podcast has heard of except for maybe nate but as startups do <laughs> as startups do hyper um, hyper compu global meganet just got bought out by exactly. bill gates yep and, uh, you know, being a startup, they uh, wanted to have a little bit of fun with all of the employees. So when you joined, you got to pick a like celebrity or character doppelganger. And then you also got to write a bio for yourself on the uh, on the website. And I was not feeling particularly creative and did not want to write a full bio. So I decided that my bio was I'm Batman. And then my picture and alternate celebrity like avatar was just a picture of Michael Keaton as Batman. And uh, the nickname stuck pretty much for the whole time that I was at Rokana. It started to phase out after after we got bought. But uh, yeah. And some would say that I lived in Gotham City when I was in Pittsburgh because that was a stand-in for Gotham City in the third Chris Nolan Batman movie. So the reason I wanted to bring that up a little early, because there's still more other Masonomics related questions, is I know Nate has a serious you guys are probably wondering, what the hell is Nate doing on a podcast today? I know Nate has a few questions that are a bit nerdier than me and Keith were ready for. And I know that our audience really likes to kind of hear a little bit about our, our, our people's expertise when, you know, it's not too crazy or controversial. So, uh, Nate, I believe you have a series of shit to bore me and Keith with. So <laughs> consider this wrestling talk for all of you nerds out there. When I go on wrestling or Keith goes on home gym stuff, you're about to experience that. And now you know. <laughs> so you give me way too much credit because like two hours ago, uh, you sent a screenshot of the show notes, and um, within that, it contained Joey's current employment status. And I was like, 
whoa, wait a sec, hold, pump the brakes. Like this dude's a developer. Like this is awesome. I don't, I don't want Stuart Thunder. You should have said that. I can't say that, but I'm going to tell everyone he's a, he's a developer. And I was like, birds of a feather. And then I was like, oh, what are, okay. So big tech, fang, all that stuff. I was like, what are some good, like overrated, underrated? And I started, I just started like sending like a thousand messages to Joey and Keith of like, you should like mention this. This is a good joke. Uh, do this thing. Like try to get this in. And they're like, can you please just come on this episode? And I was like, I, <laughs> I, I guess I don't have anything pointed to actually say. I just had like one liners that we can get off. What, only I, I believe it was, <laughs> what do these words mean? Can you just do this? <laughs> yeah, that was more. more yeah, we're we're kind of toddlers when it comes to this kind of stuff. So just like I can't, Nate, I can't open my drink. Can you just come do this for me? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm fascinated. I've had friends that have worked in uh, in big tech, um, and it's a, a wild world. Um, I know you worked at startups and stuff like that, and we always have our mm-hmm. segment where we say, Keith goes, uh, how how does he say it? He's like. We like to ask people what they do for work. If you don't want to talk about it, it's completely fine. You can say as much or as little as you'd like to. Um, so that, that this is, we'll open the floor to that. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Um, if if they would have done it, I would have just sat editing this podcast. Like, why didn't they ask him about uh, like all of these things? So I guess I'm here to ask all of those questions now. But yeah, tell us about uh, tell us about what you do. Yeah. Um, well, I've been a software developer pretty much my my whole career. Uh, so started that right out of college. Um, originally, actually worked for the U.S. government, the National All Security that. Agency. I can't tell you too much about what I did there, um, but that is how I ended up uh, in England. Um, so they flew me over there and and put me up for for the time that I was there. Um, after my time there, I decided I wanted to make a little bit of money before I died. So I uh, moved over to the private sector and uh, decided to to work for a startup. Um, so the first startup I worked for was a company called Cladera that still exists. Um, they went public and then they went private again, which a lot of tech companies do. Um, and then I bounced around to a, another startup. They got bought out. And uh, now I'm at Netflix, which is the the first job since I worked in the government that people actually recognize the name of the company <laughs> when I tell them the name of the company that I work for. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, I was I. Uh, so I saw that you were a developer at Netflix, and I was like, okay, I need to know like where else he might have been. Like, I was like, I, if he works at Netflix, he has to have a LinkedIn. So I was like, let me just go like hop on LinkedIn real quick. Uh, before we hop on and you know see where he's been Uh, and i scroll through and i just see like nsa and i was like okay all right well that just level sets that this guy's like pretty legit okay seven years at the nsa all right let's go i was like uh are we allowed to make jokes about that i don't know i'm not gonna feed joey and keith any jokes about the nsa but (laughs) if we were worried about our call not being recorded it is now um so yeah that's how did you where I so I've had friends that have uh their like life's desire was to work at the NSA because they loved like the security and cryptology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What led you to like cryptozoology? No, that's not the right word, but I can't think of the right word. They're a big math nerd, more or less. Yeah. Um just like ciphers and encryption and things like that and reverse 
engineering, bad security stuff. They loved all of that, um, which is out of my realm of technical expertise, obviously. Um, what, why, why, how did you get there? I'm just so curious because that's like, that's a great question. Like, I'm at Netflix now, but I used to work for the NSA, and that's just such worlds apart in like the <laughs> the working of a person. I feel like they they both begin with N, which yes. is the you know the primary way that I pick companies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the the way I ended up there is before I went to college, I was looking for scholarships because I knew that I wanted to go to a school that was probably going to be kind of expensive, and I was like on some scholarship searching website and I came across one that the NSA had and most of them, they say like, oh, this scholarship is for $5,000 or this scholarship is for $10,000, you know, whatever the, the limit is. And this listing for whatever reason didn't have a limit specified. And so I clicked on it, read the fine print and it's like, if you get accepted to this program, We'll pay full tuition for four years at whatever college of your choice, so long as you major in one of these fields. And I already knew I wanted to major in um, computer engineering. So I applied for the scholarship, um, had to go through a round of interviews. And um, I think that year there were like 600 applicants and I was one of the 20 something that got chosen. Um, And the like the one stipulation was you had to work full time after you graduated for uh, the formula was kind of complicated, but the the net net was a minimum of like four and a half years for your four and a half years of school or four years of school, which was, I thought, a great deal. If I didn't have to worry about any college debt, then, yeah, I was I was willing to to try my hand at uh, at that secret stuff. That secret stuff. Especially like Carnegie Mellon from an out of state tuition, it had to be like literally like five hundred thousand dollars or something by the time you were done. Something crazy, <laughs> like you know, that, that sounds like not a bad deal, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, shoot, if yeah, if I was like, I want to go here, and this pl- pl- place will pay my ride. Sure, and I did guarantee a si- me a job. <laughs> yeah, I did a similar thing. Yep, um, and like a uh, <laughs> like the poor man's not advanced version. I went to work. <laughs> I I was working as a meat cutter and my friend was like, hey, our company, I was going to school for computer science. My friend was like, hey, like, come work at this company. They'll pay your tuition while you're working. And I was like, sick, I'll go do that. Um, And then I realized I didn't want to do school and work 40 hours a week, um, but they did pay for my tuition. And so I took like one class. And just, yeah, I did like the opposite of that, where it did pay for some schooling, um, but I was not, I was still going to a community college and uh, I worked at like the, my job afterwards was not the NSA. Um, shout out, <laughs> shout out Xerox. Um, but uh, I guess that's big Xerox tech. Park? Uh, no, I was, <laughs> yeah, you think I'm that big time. No, uh, <laughs> we'll save this for my episode, but I worked for like a tiny sister uh they called them sister companies, ironically, that like existed as a portion of Xerox. And I was like, I was the ugliest stepchild of stepchild in this weird software division inside of <laughs> Xerox. But we'll save that for another show. Um, Is that why your audio sucked when you were trying to get on? No, I work okay. at a much better company now. Okay, that's, um, good. that's good. You might call us a startup. I don't know. Um, okay. Unpaid and underrated? 
Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> They're the reason my internet sucked. Um, no, so uh, yeah. What do you? Uh, I, I I don't know how deep these guys want me to go, but I want to know every. Like I'm just like so interested. I love talking <laughs> to dudes that do this stuff. Um, so what do you do? What do you enjoy? Like why coding? Do you like? Like for me, obviously Keith mocks me constantly, but like my brain thinks in like how could I write something to do this? How could I like? Oh, I want to build that. Like that was one of the things I fell in love with with code. Is like, well, I wanted what? Well, nobody mocks you. We're just worried about you. Like as your friends. I appreciate every that. once a week right now I get an update on the glaze scale website and it's just always <laughs> one step ahead of like like dude like are your kids okay like are you they're great are you they're taking great. your vitamins and eating properly right now because like like you'll just come up and be like oh this like this update and now you can like share the code and we're like why we didn't need that nobody needed that six people. we did we Six did. people go to this website. <laughs> That's and not true. We're focusing so much time on this, so it's not that we mock you. We're just genuinely worried at your friends. No, everything's <laughs> fine. Everything is fine except for the audio today. Don't hit um, me with everything is fine because I know everything is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Joey wrote that phrase. Um, but yeah, like to me, like I, I think about a lot of times. You know, I'm sure you've experience this but sometimes you're like i would literally rather do anything right now than coding and then i think about like well i could go do this and i'm like i just i really love the problem solving i love the creation aspect mm-hmm. like i love all of that and i don't actually know if i could give that up and then you end up building like a website to search your friends four thousand movie rankings database just because you can like it's <laughs> like and it, you're like this is amazing and you're like this is the easiest thing i've done this week like this is <laughs> sure yeah i did that in like a lunch break um, but I don't know, like what, what, what drew you to programming? Like what keeps you there? How do you feel about it? Tell us about your feelings. This is a feelings podcast now with, with druthers. Yeah. Druthers. Oh, oh, I've got druthers on this one. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I became interested in computers the way that a lot of, I think young people do, which is you start playing video games and then you start thinking about, oh, well, there are people that actually make these things. There's like, you you can write code and it becomes a video game. I want to learn more about that. And, uh, you know, the, the, the more I learned and the more I tinkered with computers, the more I just loved the problem-solving aspect, the, the puzzle-solving. You know, when, when I'm working on a, a problem at work, sometimes, like, I just... If, if I haven't solved it, I want to just get back there and noodle on it some more, try to figure out what's going on. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what really attracted me to to coding and software development and just being able to solve those puzzles. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, I don't know about you, but one, I'm like only tangentially or like kind of enjoy video. Like I enjoy video games. I'm just terrible at them. And I really don't like like the Zelda like puzzle games. Like I've never been good at them. And it's like, I seem, feel like every developer's like, I, and I love problem solving, but I suck at like problem, like puzzle based <laughs> video games. And I don't understand it. And I want to know, are you a video game guy? Do you suck? Like, are you good at puzzles? Because I feel like maybe I'm just a bad developer. <laughs> That's very possible. But like, I, I just want to have some sympathy here if I can get it. If I need another developer to be like, yeah, 
I love solving puzzles and algorithms and all this stuff, but like Zelda, that I can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> um, I I like wax and wane as far as video games go. So every so often, I'll just get really into a video game, and it's like the only thing that I want to do when I'm not lifting or or working or cooking. And um, there are other times when I just don't really want to want to touch a game. Um. Zelda, like the the newer Zeldas, I've never, I haven't actually played a Zelda game since The Link to the Past. So that was the last like full Zelda game that I actually played. Um, Joey just passed away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife loves Zelda though, so they'll they'll play Zelda for for hours and let me watch and let me help them solve puzzles. And I love doing that. I love being like the the sidekick that's mm-hmm. helping the main character along. What's the what's the last video game that you got obsessed with and uh and give me why? Uh the last one I got obsessed with was probably Animal Crossing uh around 2020, the same mm-hmm. time that everyone Everybody got obsessed did. with Animal yeah, Crossing. I can see that. <laughs> I, um yeah. and uh you know, that was kind of an escape at the time. Uh it was it was fun. You got to design your island. You got to collect stuff. You you got tricked into doing free labor for uh, a raccoon. So you know <laughs> if your if your boss is a cute raccoon, you'll just do almost anything. It's just like working uh, in big tech. And I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and I kept playing that for for a while until. I started to recognize that like I would wake up and I'd be like, Oh, I got to boot up the game and do my morning chores. Yeah. And so I would do morning chores <laughs> and no, animal, animal crossing. Animal crossing was like that. Like you would, you would, you would wake up and be like, okay, I need to like have my coffee, go to the bathroom. And then I've got to like, make sure I get to the fish that are out before noon because I don't have <laughs> some of those yet. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. No, I was I was in there too. I was in there too, man. And uh, like my wife bought it because she was like, "I'm gonna play this, and it'll help me connect with my mom and my brother." And then I was like, "No, this is my identity for a, a year. Like, <laughs> like I am just going to play Animal Crossing for a year and fun. be so crazy with it." So yeah, now, I did enjoy the Last Legend of Zelda, which is why I was like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah, it, they're really, I, but like they get so boring. It, it is a great game. It's just it's so big. I don't like games that are so big, right? So actually, the last Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda, I don't think I finished. I uh, I just kind of got to the point where it was almost done and went, hey, I'm done. Like, I just, I'm going to put this away. And then I went back to playing the Arkham Knight again for the fifth time. <laughs> like, I'm just going to play this Batman game over and over again for the rest of my life. Sorry to hijack the video game talk. No, you're no, good. Fine. You're good. Like we had to get something for Louis, uh, Joey to latch onto there. Um, I have just a couple questions that I want to know, and then we can get out of nerd talk. Um, but I'll try to keep bringing us back here as much as possible because that's my <laughs> only purpose on this podcast. Um, so I'm just curious. Uh, favorite favorite language, least favorite language. If you're a developer, what do you love? What do you hate? You uh, server side, you front end. Where do you land? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely server side because um, I've done a 
a lot of stuff with like big data tech stacks. So Hadoop, Spark, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Apache Flink, if you've heard of that one. Um, so I honestly hate pretty much every programming language. Uh, <laughs> I use Java and Kotlin the most currently. Uh-huh. Uh, just That's just because that's the tech stack that all the services I work with are written in. Um, but I've bounced around. I've used Python before. Uh, I used Perl for a little bit. Um, I guess if I had a favorite, it might be C, just because like it is so painful to use. There's like <laughs> there's just something about writing something in C and making it actually work yeah. and not just immediately blow up. That's very satisfying. So what Joey's told me is he's a real developer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Joey's not messing around is what they say. Joey's, I thought Joey was big, smart. Joey is big, smart, (laughs) big, smart Joey over here. Okay. Joey's favorite language is C. He is better than all of us. Okay. Um, We'll just get that. (laughs) When we're talking that, are we talking DOS? Like we're talking real close slash run. Are we talking CSS? <laughs> not, not, not that C, not that C. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, and not C. We're not that like the granddaddy of all the program. Like, program oh my. Wow. Pretty close to it. We're, so we're even out of what, like, I, okay, cool. Yep. Well, CSS isn't a co programming language, Joey. Come on. Oh, geez. <laughs> Come on, Joey. It's just, it's just HTML on steroids. Yeah, I get it. Nope. Also, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, whatever. Web development. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a lousy web developer who doesn't know anything and writes high level languages that just consume all memory. So yeah, our C developer over here must hate me. uh, I, I respect web developers because I hate the entire tech stack that like web apps are built on top of. Same. Like I recognize (laughs) their value. (laughs) Yeah. I've just found myself here and I don't know how to get out. (laughs) Yeah. Guess I'm yeah, having yeah. another beer. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate, your uh, your your four minute clock is on, is on, buddy. All right, we have to do the. We got one more feelings question. Um, I this is always like something when I think about like development work and like people talk to me. Like, there's something that I've like worked on that I've been like I loved doing this and it gave me so much joy and like I still think about it to this day. Like I'm still proud of it. Um, so like favorite thing you've ever created um done project you've worked on and then also what is your like least favorite thing that you've ever worked on now half of your work experience has been tied to the government you can't talk about it so we know all your favorite things were probably there (laughs) so just second favorite um his favorite thing is the mothman cover-up yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it's hard to pick a favorite um but one that comes to mind is this is when I was at Rokana. And so to further bore all of the listeners, uh, Rokana was a observability company, which basically meant that we wrote software to help other software developers see what their software was doing so they could software better. Um, and one of the things that I wrote while I was there was um an embedded library for just doing data transformations. And we used it like across the, the tech stack. It was simple. It did very little, but it did exactly what it needed to do. Um, and so that was just kind of like a joy to work on. 
don't think there's anything better than like making something that works really well that then just gets used by everything and it's like oh also there just hasn't been issues. like it just works well like there's just like no greater feeling than being like i did something good and everyone uses it and it it is helpful to my organization like it is it is a very good feeling i, I sympathize with that my my contribution was creating a imdb search page um you know it's <laughs> my life-changing development work least favorite project you got one all of them anything that takes six weeks to fix uh <laughs> uh least favorite project is probably whichever project i was working on six months ago that now has bugs in it that yeah. i have to go yeah. and wade yeah. through and fix yeah <laughs> whatever that last idiot oh that was me <laughs> get blame wait what <laughs> yep i've yep. had that a lot get recently blame is a great way to learn that you hate yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. i've uh i took over a huge project when i came into this company that was more or less written by like one developer and there's still a lot of just his stuff that's there um and i'll be like ah yeah that was i think actually no was his name joey i don't remember um but uh it was I, me um yeah i just occasionally come across people i hate and name them joey that wasn't subliminal um but uh sometimes i'll be like oh yeah that was definitely like that was the last guy like no chance and i go and i'm like ah uh, yeah so i did that uh i'll be like give me a week i'll fix that <laughs> it's like shit we yep. should blame that other guy but all right we can we can close my my tech minute um tech hour and we'll get up back onto the uh the <laughs> The stuff that isn't tech related, but Nathan was curious about anyway. Uh, Keith, that's your cue. Yeah, Put your glasses so back on. Actually, actually, I'm in. I'm yeah, in. I want to. So, um, uh, least favorite versus most favorite. Um, eating White Castle burgers. <laughs> uh, eating White Castle burgers. Uh, just the traditional slider is is definitely the best. Uh, don't need any cheese. Don't need any toppings. Just go with meat, grilled onions, bread. That that's all you need. Maybe a trash can to to set it on top of. And now, and now, would you eat them like at a normal speed, or would you like try and speed eat some White Castle sliders? Or I I mean, it it really just depends. Sometimes you're out with your your buddies, and uh, your buddy orders a Crave case, which, if you're not familiar with White Castle, is thirty sliders. And uh, commits to eating all 30 sliders in the restaurant. And then 10 sliders deep, he decides, no, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. There are people watching me. I, I just can't. Do, I just can't do this anymore. And so you do the next logical thing, which is you challenge them to an eating contest. <laughs> and uh, you yourself have already enjoyed five sliders. So you you graciously eat five more to catch up uh, as you do. As one does. Uh, and then you decide, <laughs> at, then you decide, well, we can't do this in the restaurant because, you know, there, there are people here. So let's go outside and, and let people eat in, in peace. Um, and then, of course, you need a, a place to stage this contest. So uh, you grab the nearest trash can and, and that's the perfect place to, to stage your burgers. Uh, but of course, you're worried if you're going to be eating them very fast that uh, you're going to you're going to be messy. You're going to get your shirt all dirty. So you do the next logical thing and you take your shirt off. Your shirt. So yep. you yep. can... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfectly logical. Of course. Uh, napkins? I don't need no napkins. I'll just take off the shirt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Why am I with you on this? And one? then here. <laughs> 
and then he- and then here's the thing that you learn about yourself uh during this competition. You learn that you're not a speed eater. You're not built for max velocity, just eat as fast as possible. You're a capacity eater. So you get your ass handed to you by your buddy who eats his 10 burgers fast enough that he's able to steal one of your 10 burgers and just embarrass <laughs> you and, and rub it in. Um, but But that's fine because... There are other eating challenges and there are, are other opportunities to to just prove that you can eat way more food than any human should. Uh, and speed doesn't matter as much. I've never been to White Castle, so hopefully that's a thing I get to experience on one of my many trips to the U.S. I don't even, you don't see them in like the grocery store ever? Like I, I see them like I've, I think I've, I've never actually been to a White Castle, I don't believe, but I see the frozen ones that you just no, microwave no, for like I, 90 the, seconds or yeah, something. The, the frozen ones are not nearly as good. You okay. you got to go there. You got to have them fresh. Yeah, we definitely don't have them up here, right? We don't get the frozen stuff or the or the regular stuff. So, uh, while we're on food, uh, I had a little comment that you love peanut butter. So the whole episode rides on what you say next: uh, creamy or crunchy? Creamy. That's that's my preferred peanut butter. Um, I will do crunchy in the right circumstances, but if if I can only pick one, it's going to be creamy. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to just get uh, like a bowl of vanilla ice cream and then just load it up with twice as much peanut butter as ice cream, and it's just the best thing. Are you my spirit animal? Because that's what I do, like <laughs> with a little Hershey syrup sometimes, but it's not necessary. Uh, no, that's awesome. I've, and then I like, I'll like mix it up and almost make like a, like a, like a frosty out of it, if you will, or like a, a milkshake kind of thing. So, so what are, what are the circumstances for crunchy? Cause for me, um, so toast, crunchy peanut butter and a bit of a honey. Those are like prime circumstance for me. Like what are the circumstances for you where crunchy would outweigh whipped? If you're fucking whipped. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I would say for me, if I'm eating an open-faced peanut butter sandwich, then mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go country because that just gives you a little bit of like uh, texture variety, so that way it's not all just smooth and and soft. I also just like peanuts. Like, I don't, do you guys just like chew? Do you guys just eat roasted <laughs> peanuts? Yeah, I, I have like a we have like hundred yeah. calorie packs that I'll get every now and then just because like if I have a jar of peanuts, I'll eat the whole fucking thing. And oh, well, same, like thousand, same. I'll have a thousand calories of peanuts. So okay, so I, like I have, to, I have to do the hundred calorie packs and like restrict myself to like one a day if I do them. But that's do why it. I like crunchy peanut butter over whipped peanut butter is because I will fully dr- buy like the planters dry roasted. I use the use the cap as a plate and I'll just pour them out and eat them by the handful until somebody <laughs> takes them away. Yeah. I will get sick on those. So crunchy <laughs> peanut butter is just another conduit for making myself sick with peanuts. <laughs> I do like peanuts. Uh I like peanut butter more than I like peanuts though, which is which I've always found interesting. But I'm definitely with you on using the the cap as a as a plate. It's my like grandma taught perfect me. size. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> that was the thing my grandma taught me. Except, fun instance, uh, if you cook with peanut butter, I will vomit. So my wife has tried to make like ramen or pad thai in the house. And I was like, 
I'm down. Like whenever my wife wants to cook, I'm going to try at least once. But there was a time she tried to make fat Thai and I just, she, she threw peanut butter in and she whipped it up in the wok. And I was like, okay, honey, I'm here. And I put those noodles in my mouth and I gagged everywhere. So yeah, apparently cooking with peanut butter is my limit. Cooking with peanuts is not. And peanut butter is not, but cooking with whipped peanut butter in noodles or something just murders me every time. I eat Thai peanut chicken like once a week. It's incredible. You're wrong. I mm-hmm. love I love Thai peanut chicken. I can't. I just can't. A staple for my family. Uh, real quick, I just want to pop the stack. Um, I was reading through these notes because I had like not a, a huge notice to read this uh, huge book of notes. Uh, White Castle thing. Um, everyone just s- slid over this. Uh, I noticed in the story about this White Castle thing at the bottom of the story from whoever sent this, uh, there is a link to a YouTube video. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, oh I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> oh yeah, um, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it says, uh, but what Yuck. makes this an amazing story is that a random person they never interacted with that day filmed it from the inside of the restaurant with commentary and uploaded it to YouTube. <laughs> I appreciate whatever the channel name is for his amazing contribution and then provided the YouTube link. And Joey and Keith were just gonna glaze over the fact that there's a whole freaking <laughs> YouTube video of the story that we're telling. <clears throat> All right, guys. Uh, the commentary version is better. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's good to watch the original, but then watch the commentary immediately afterwards because that guy eviscerates us. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that. I'll make a reminder that I won't remember to put that in did the show notes. Ever, did you ever go in and comment on the actual YouTube? There are zero we comments. Did. So we actually. We, I don't think we commented on the YouTube, but we, uh, like sent him an email or a DM and we asked him if we filmed other eating competitions and like sent you the footage, would you do commentary for them? And he was game, (laughs) but we just, it never materialized. Mystery theater. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So there's Nathan hijacking the podcast again. Okay. I'll go away again. We'll see if we can get some comments (laughs) on that YouTube video by next week. Hopefully. Okay. So I think first comment, first comment. (laughs) <laughs> I have my last food question. Okay. How is one an udon connoisseur? And what is it about the big noodles that you think are better than the little noodles? Because I'm a, I'm a big noodle guy myself <laughs> when it comes up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do prefer the big noodles. Um, but what makes one an udon connoisseur? That's a great question. First explain uh, what they are, please, for, for people like me. <laughs> Yeah, so um, if if you've ever had ramen, that's probably like the more popular noodles-based soup is is going to be ramen. Um, ramen is great; it's tasty. Uh, stay away from the instant stuff; like it'll do it a pinch, but like real ramen is is much better. I disagree. Eat the, as the much. Thing that I... Eat as much instant ramen as your sodium laced <laughs> kidneys can handle, because you can fuck with that stuff so much. <laughs> Uh, but again, those are all those are all skinny noodles. So I just want to hear more about. Yeah, so so udon is a, it's a thicker wheat wheat noodle that's often cooked into into a soup. And the thing that I like about udon is you get like bite and chew to it. So you're not just like slurping the noodles, but the noodles you actually get to kind of like enjoy along with the rest of the soup ingredients. Um, so we've made udon 
me and my wife probably like four or five times. My wife. Um, we've made udon like four or five times. Um, they always make the broth. Um, so they'll make a kombu dashi and I'm forgetting the name of the other one, but one is made with seaweed and I don't actually like seaweed or a ton of seafood, uh, but I like it when it's uh, used to make the broth. Um, and then they'll also make a, a mushroom based broth, combine those together. We'll put the noodles in it. We'll usually put some steak or other protein and a bunch of different veggies and it's it's just delightful sounds good have uh, you ever have you ever met a uh, noodle master i have never met a, a noodle master that would be that would be a, a fun experience i actually did once here in my city they actually opened a, a ramen place that had a noodle master and he was there for like a certain time of the day where you would go and you would watch this dude like kung fu dough into noodles it was insane and and the place didn't do well which is in crazy it's crazy to me that you had a noodle master in your north american city and you didn't go but again that place was not like that place was a genuine ramen restaurant right like that place was Mm -hmm. when you ordered she didn't speak much English. You had to write your order down based on numbers. And then the noodle master, you'd hear him in the back. He's slapping noodles in the back, like making them fresh for you. That was insane. So I just, I I, just, when I saw that on here, I was like, okay, I want to hear about that a little bit. That's my final food question. I have no wrestling questions. That, that, that does seem seem to be a running theme with you with, uh, you know, ordering food with, with numbers, either number one or number two, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, breakfast without, one, breakfast two. With that, with without brown water. Uh, all right. So, Big Joey, um, why should Tommy and Tanner make it out to Home Gym Con? Oh, they definitely need to make it out to Home Gym Con. Um, the th- I knew that I would like seeing all of the equipment when I went to Home Gym Con. That was like the there were two reasons why I went the first year. One was I wanted to see the different equipment that was going to be there, and then and two was it was only an hour and a half for me. Um, and so this year it's still only an hour and a half for me. So I've got that going for me, but what I underestimated was just how cool it would be to meet all of the other home gym owners and all of the other people there that just like to kind of nerd out on gym equipment. Um, so I, I highly recommend that they make it out to home gym con. They're going to have a great time. Um, they're going to meet a lot of, uh, great people, um, they're going to get to try out a bunch of stuff. You know, I don't know. I don't remember how they're doing on the like 2024 barbell purchase <laughs> meter, Just, but if they go to home gym con, they're, <laughs> they're probably going to like put down payments on like four or five more. <laughs> yeah. You think, but they're flying though. So I feel like that might put a damper on the barbell. purchasing. Well, you can, you can order them. They, they'll, can. they'll ship them to you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think about like, uh, guitar players who are like, there's a lot of really good stories about dudes, like flying out to somewhere and finding the guitar they had to have and like, didn't want to pay for shipping mm-hmm. and are just like breaking it down into s- the smallest pieces so that they can fit it in their bag <laughs> and get it in their carry on. Cause they don't trust ship, uh, put it under the, under the plane. I imagine, you know, Tanner gets out there, finds like an original Buddy Caps barbell, and is like doing everything he can, buying a ticket for it on the plane, the whole nine yards. It's just Tanner, barbell, Tommy on the plane. 
stuff. Well, the the best part is if they find stuff that they do want to want to keep, we can just have a crew take it safely. We can transfer it up the country, you know, little bit by little bit, going pass it house by house. Remember to the next. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so funny. Speaking of crew, have you met? Uh, have you have you met many crew in person? Um. I met a few crew in person at, at home gym con. Um, so I uh, met the big Kurt locker while I was there. Um, uh, I met big Rob. I think he's crew. I know he's uh, been on the mass podcast. Is, I don't actually know if he's crew. Hogan. Um, uh, Hogan's crew. I met Hogan while I was there. Uh, Cause like, he was I, taking the lizard, the lizard around, which yeah, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> um, Big but Chris, yeah, I haven't met a big, big, uh, big Chris at Belfed just oh. recently joined. Uh, he wasn't crew last year, but he's currently. So yep, it was yep. met big Chris, Chris and Randy. So any plans to maybe make it out to a lift hard, live easy in the future or, or a crew falls meetup? Uh, I don't know if lift hard, live easy will work out for me this year. I'm definitely not signed up to, to lift mm-hmm. in it, but I would love to go and, and just cheer I, everybody on. And I didn't lift yep. last year. So everybody else lifted and I just went and was a menace. And I, I assure you, <laughs> we need some menaces. We need some crew that aren't lifting that are just there to like have fun, scream video. And like, I was, I was walking around, I was helping Tanner and Tommy. I helped the barefoot. Like I was just, I was just there as a loose unpaid and underrated. I think we we're, we weren't even a month in at that point. Right. Mm, made a, about two months i think yeah yeah yeah, started in the middle of july and that led me some credibility where people were like people were like we know who you are kinda so like yeah even if you're not if you're not lifting and can make it in a way that isn't gonna like break your bank or anything yeah show up man like even if you're not lifting come and be i assure you you will not regret any second of being there Unless you hate, mm-hmm. unless you hate alcohol, overconsumption of high fatty foods, and people laughing at each other. If you hate those three things, you might not have fun here. But if you like any of those three things, like you're gonna have a great time. Uh, I am a teetotaler, so I don't actually like alcohol. Um, but and I that, do like those other things. Yeah, having fun and just like being ridiculous are two of the other great things, right? Alcohol is going to flow like wine. Like we know that, but (laughs) that's out of our hands, right? Yep. So we'll we'll, we'll hit you one. We'll hit you with one. We always try to hit everyone with. I think we might have actually forgot it a couple episodes ago. So sorry about that. If we ever didn't get to answer it, but uh, one piece of massonomics merch that you missed out on that you wish you had gotten. Ah, I, I have an answer prepared for this one. Nice. It's got to be the the strongman eight bit shirt. Mm, yep. uh, when I did my first massonomics order, I ordered the powerlifting eight bit shirt, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably get the strongman eight bit too." Like, I know I don't do strongman, but it, but I love that style. It's it's just really cool, and you know, would love to do a strongman show one day. Uh, one of my lifting dreams is to lift the Denny stones. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I missed out on it. And so I, I just keep hoping that they'll bring it back with, with some sizes that aren't extra small. How far from Keith are you? 
Like right, like ten hours probably. Uh, oh fuck, yeah, you're pretty far. Yeah. All right, yeah. It, it would I, take me ten hours to get to H to home gym con. So depending on which side of Ella, uh, Indiana you're on, yeah. I'm closer to Joey than Keith is. All right. At some Bye. point, I'm going to Keith's with my Denny Stone replicas, and we're gonna all have too much fun doing well, it. Well, he didn't say he wanted to lift replicas, Joey. He said he wanted to lift the Denny Stones. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You know how you practice things? You gotta start. <laughs> yeah. I've got if, uh... replica rings that have a moderate rating. So one of my one of the things I wanted to do in my life is meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I went to this wax museum and I met Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Joey! <laughs> doesn't count! That's fair. Fine. <laughs> I feel like the uh... wax museum is cheaper. <laughs> just saying. Probably not. <laughs> I do really Arnold and just happen to meet him. I do agree that's a good shirt though. I've uh I think I've had it for the in my email reminder, like for when it comes back in stock for like a year waiting for it to come back or I mean not a year, but at least several months. So hopefully we see that in some uh right size blanks in the future. I feel like that's uh, a, one that could definitely mm-hmm. come back though. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh for, for sure. sure. I would think so. Do they are all the eight bits sold out now? Uh powerlifting I think is still available and they're I, I don't know if there's any Highland game ones, though. Probably not, but I know the Probably power. Are... They had a couple of smaller sizes the last mm. time I checked. Like until extra smalls and until smalls, big 8-bit sends their cease and desist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's coming for them. Um, so you had mentioned powerlifting and strongman. What have you actually competed in? What's your, uh, what if you like, what's sanctioned or non-sanctioned? What, what have you done? Yeah, um, I've done three powerlifting meets that were sanctioned. Nice. Um, so those were all US US no USAPL. Yep. yep. Yeah, USA powerlifting. Yep. Um no. USPA. There's USPA whichever, and then USA. Whichever one's non-tested. Uh USPA is non-tested and you can wear you did, USPA you is what I did yep. just because they were more convenient. Um yep. so I did that in 2018 and 2019 um i haven't done a sanctioned comp since then all my comps have been the garage gym competition um so i've been doing those at home which those are a lot of fun but i definitely miss like the the platform and the energy and excitement that you get uh at a at an in-person competition it feels like you should really sign up to be on the live tired live easy (laughs) if you want excitement you try getting yelled at a random dude who's mad that you're cheering for your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I uh, definitely implore you find find a meet. You know, it's it's it's. I mean, you're gonna have the, you know. Uh, are are you gonna do, try to do the uh, the garage gym competition at home gym con as the replacement for uh, the, the bales of steel? You know, canceled meet. Right, right. I, I'm undecided on if I want to try to do it at home, Jim, Jim Con, or just uh, wait a couple extra weeks and do it at home. Um, yeah, because yeah. I, I'm I, well, I may want to see just like how they end up setting it up because they did mm-hmm. say that they were going to maybe do something unique with it where you kind of have like a round robin station. So, like, maybe you do the squats at one company's booth and then you do like the bench press at another and then like the deadlift on some platform and stuff like that. Yeah. I just feel that'd be like awkward. Like, for me to like, if I'm actually going to take it serious and like, like, I can put my knee sleeves and my belt on and everything, it's like, I'm not going to try to do that at like fucking two o'clock in the middle of an expo with like 200 people around, not giving a shit about your lifting, trying to like talk to the, talk to the vendors and like buy equipment and shit. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't really. I I don't I I'm I'm already spending a lot of money to travel to go to a lifting meet. I don't think I want to do it twice. You know what I mean? Like home gym con to me is a vacation yep. to like hang out with the boys, not necessarily blow my wad like trying to lift heavy. 
I'll save that for July. And then uh, I have. I have considered doing like the deadlift party of that comes back. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, throwing on some straps, seeing how much I can pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be fun. Just don't, don't, don't rip your shins up like that asshole did last year. That was disgusting. <laughs> I was like, dude, like I've never like been like, oh my God, you should wear deadlift socks. That kid should wear deadlift socks. That was horrendous. Yep. Oh, all right. Um, I want to hear about burning refrigerators and why they're in here. Is there a story there? Has it got to be something? (laughs) I love that reaction. (laughs) Uh, So I've never set a refrigerator on fire, but uh, I can tell you why that made it in the show notes. Um, I had a couple people mention it. I've never set a refrigerator on fire, but boy, do I love watching them burn. (laughs) <laughs> is I kind of feel how this is gonna go, but I know someone who's really good at it, and they're my best bud. <laughs> also, just note: burning uh, refrigerator would make a great like Midwest emo EP title. Just <laughs> putting that out there. If anyone wants to take that, or a podcast title. Um. So what of like the? It's not like a official social network but i belong to like a a slack group that we call the parlor so it's just like a bunch of friends um from all over the the country um and early on when i joined i i said oh remind me to tell you the fridge fire story um and then every couple of months someone would say hey joey you haven't told us the fridge fire story yet it's like oh yeah i'll get to it i'll get to it um it's been uh eight years i think in that in that slack and i've never told the fridge fire story (laughs) um i think i told it once in person because we did a couple of meetups like uh in 2018 and 2019 um so i think i did tell it to a few folks in person uh but yeah i've i've just i've never told them the fridge fire story um and you know, just looking at the time, I think we should save that for the next time I'm on the podcast, and then I'll be sure right. to to tell the fridge fire story for everybody. We we can do that, and you kind of, you know, p- play your cards close to your chest, like Big Tanner does with the uh, member that got kicked out of the gym story that uh, only a select few of us have actually heard. So, I you know, keep keep your secrets. I have Joey questions. I have so many Joey questions. There's a couple things in here that I wanted to ask about. Being a Joey is so fucking hard sometimes. So we like mm-hmm. people want us when we look like we do beard. Um, I am going to eventually ask about your hair. Can I get that out of the way first? <laughs> so I went back sure. and January 19th, you did not. And now you do tell us about the purple hair. Cause I love it. I absolutely love it. It reminds me of Blanche Devereaux. Tell me why you have Blanche Devereaux hair. <laughs> um, well, because Golden Girls is amazing. The best show ever made. It. Correct. Um, the purple hair, is, it's just something I do every few months. Uh, it's its fun. I like it. Um, my wife has gotten really good at bleaching and dyeing my hair. Um, so when I lived in San Francisco, I got it done professionally a couple times. Um, but, but now we just do it at home. Um, and... Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, kind of tying it back to Home Gym Con. Uh, when I went to Home Gym Con last year, I dyed my hair purple, like maybe a few weeks beforehand. And so as soon as people saw me in the convention center, they're like, hey, I know who you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I recognize you from the hair. Um, 
so yeah, I think it's just a fun thing to do. Uh, I think if you have the opportunity to try a, a different color, people should go for it. Yeah, I did. Um, I did my nails black for the last meet. I just do my nails black every once in a while when I'm feeling particularly like it's time to get goth. And then um, mm-hmm. the company that does the photos, like the professional photos, they shared a picture of me slapping chalk at some point, and it was so gorgeous. Because like, like I remember seeing it, and my and it's like I'm scrolling because they didn't tag me because I don't think they knew it was me, but like mm-hmm. it's big hairy arms. <laughs> there's all the tattoos and the black nails i was like what the fuck is this and i was like oh wait those are my tattoos and black nails (laughs) and like just sometimes you like sometimes you just gotta you gotta just like go to that next level okay i have an fmk this is a joey okay okay and then i think there's another one in here that's about us having the name joey okay so fmk which we know the rules right Yep. Okay. Joey from Friends. Obviously, I was going to bring that one up. That fucking Joey baby song. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't think I know that. I don't either. (laughs) Oh, I'll find out the artist in just a second. And being called a baby kangaroo for your entire life, (laughs) despite the fact that Tasmanian devils are also Joey's. They're also Joey's. I would never make that joke. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me get this Joey baby song. I can't believe you guys don't know this. I um, saw that in the show notes and I was like, do I? Maybe it's because I don't have kids. It's by Concrete Blonde. Isn't that blonde? Hmm. blonde? All right. So that one might flop a bit, but I can assure you, Joey, when you hear it, you're, you have yeah, heard yeah. it a thousand times. And it's it's the worst song, and people just sing it to me all the time. As soon as I'm like, my name's Joey, and they're over the age of 50, they're like, Joey, baby. I'm like, no, that song sucks. It's a terrible song. Concrete Blonde sucks, and you suck. Um, if I so, remember, I'll put that in and post. Y'all can hear No, it. you'll get us blocked oh, on the YouTubes. So we'll, we'll never get around to getting that over. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to get on the YouTube. Everyone keeps asking about the YouTubes. But It'll it's get there. It's automatic. Yeah, but if that's the case, I can just give you a hint of the song right now because this song has haunted me my entire life. And I want another, want another, Joey. That's 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 mean. It's blocking it out. It's not catching picking up anything. Mm, Kind of. It's not coming through. That's not coming through. Good. It was. It literally uh, right, right at the end. Oh, okay. The way it was. Well, fuck Zoom's that song. like compression algorithm and good. Fuck that song forever and well, ever. It's just so Joey, gonna... baby. I'll, like just, I'll, I'll just preemptively kill the song, please, just based on your reaction alone, <laughs> please. And <laughs> uh, so now you're stuck with I Joey get... from Friends or being called a baby kangaroo for the rest of your life. Uh. Between those two, I'm going to marry being called a baby kangaroo for the rest of my life and, uh, and fuck Joey Tribbiani because, uh, because how you doing? I was never a friend of friends. Not me either. Yeah, that show sucks. Yeah, but I mean, at least it's not ugly. 
Wait, what? <laughs> are we ugly? Like, what? What does that mean? No, because if that's your, if that's no, never... I mean, if, if you have to fuck a Joey, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look. if you're gonna fuck a Joey, it's got to be one of the attractive ones on your podcast. Oh, well, yeah. that wasn't on the list. It wasn't on the list, Joey. Relax, relax. This isn't a, this isn't about you. This is about uh, other Joey. It was one of those things that as soon as I learned that all marsupial babies are called Joey's. That includes Tasmanian mm-hmm. devils, that includes koala bears, that includes possums. I was just like, can you stop calling me a kangaroo and choose one of like the cooler ones? And then realizing kangaroos are the cooler ones eventually. But yeah. Have you guys, oh, have you guys I mean, seen the videos? Are... They're scary. Yeah, they, yeah, they will fuck you up. I, still, not as, still not as scary as Tasmanian devils. Those fuckers. That's true. Are, but like those guys are wild. Like they they there's literally a cancer named after Tasmanian devils because they chew on each other's face so much that it just develops giant pox and a cancer because they're just so mean and vicious that they have their own form of inbred cancer. So, yeah, Tasmanian devils are the cooler versions of marsupials. Who are you blowing kisses at? My wife say, uh, came to say goodnight. Oh. Just going to bed. <laughs> okay, and then there's one more Joey question I have. There's one more Joey question I have. Um, when we ask people sometimes for nicknames that might make people kind of uh, like laugh or catch them on guard, um, I have here, and I'm going to just say this exactly how it's written. Joey! A real gleeful E at the end. <laughs> and then I wrote in brackets, no, every Joey has this. <laughs> so, how, how much do you love being called Joey? Uh, so I'm pretty sure I know who sent you that note. Because uh, I've only got a couple of friends that do that. And the nice thing is they don't do it all the time. Um, but... Uh, I used to work with them. And so when it was fun, when you would like walk into a room and you just get this exaggerated announcement. Um, So, so I will say it it is fun in small doses. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then one day I was like, um, I think my brother was typing really fast and they autocorrected Joey to JPEG. (laughs) And they have never let that go. I think that's the most original and funny name I've ever been given is JPEG because (laughs) it's just like, if you're going, yeah, the letters make sense. Like you miss them and then it just auto corrects that. So every once in a while I get called JPEG and I just got to go, you know what guys, that's the most original one. I appreciate that. Uh, something I think about sometimes is if I ever get sick of going by Joey, I can instead go by Joe and then my last initial, and it'll be perfect. I was going to mention that earlier because I was like, gotcha, I was Joey. Say, yeah, that makes. I, I was going to call you. I was going to call Joey E. Joey, but it's the same fucking name. It's like it's like a Joey E is so hard to say. It's literally like a tongue twister. Yeah, no, it's Joe. Joey. Yep. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. <laughs> Sure All right, I'm done with the Joey stuff. I had a, I don't get a lot of other Joeys that I get to like fucking rant about with this kind of stuff. So we should just get Joe on next week. <laughs> Who? Get the other 
get the other Perfect. Joe one. Um, I got, I got, I'll go with two things probably. And we could probably move into unpaid. Um, do you want to talk about cruises at all and how you're a big fan and you met your, uh, you met your partner and your wife on the cruises and what the hell is Joe is, is Joko something we're supposed to be familiar with? Or is that just something you specific someone that like, could mention <laughs> Joko cruises like three different times. So I just, I've never heard of it, but I'm not mm-hmm. a big cruise guy. So, uh, so I, I became a cruise guy for a while, um, starting with the Joko cruise. Uh, so Joko is short for Jonathan Colton. Um, so he's an internet musician um, that I think maybe Joey's heard of based on his reaction. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I just really but... love that. I just really love the way you <laughs> described it. <laughs> I became um, I became a big Joko guy for a bit. I was like, I fucking love that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um. Joko. Yeah, so he just he just put out like I would say nerdy music um is the best way to to describe it. When he the first time he kind of blew up, um he did this challenge called Thing a Week where he was trying to put out a new song every week and he did that successfully for 52 weeks in a row. Um so a lot of those songs were terrible, a lot of them were 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 really good. Um and in 2011, uh, he and some of his other musician buddies thought it would be funny if they started a fan cruise for himself. And they did. And it just kind of like turned into this giant nerd summer camp. Um, so they host it every year. And it just it, the cool thing is it brings out all kinds of different nerds. There's like music nerds, there's computer nerds, there's video game nerds, there's board game nerds. Um, there's even some lifting nerds that go on it. Uh, and it's, it's just a, a fun experience. Um, you know, it, it does take place on a cruise ship. So you have to be comfortable with like the potential of motion sickness and uh, making sure that you're washing your hands regularly so you don't get sick and stuff like that. But uh, but it's it's surprisingly a lot of fun. The The one thing I like about a cruise is you get to visit different places without ever having to pack up your bag and like change hotels. Because mm-hmm. um, that's that's the worst part about like a multi-city vacation. That sounds like your adult life has been a multi-city vacation, right? Just just moving one place <laughs> to the next. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to make Pretty it easier much. and go on the cruise. Um, Sometimes life is a cruise, <laughs> baby. Well, we got a we got a ton more stuff, but I think we can we might we might do an extended unpaid or underrated, just depending on what, what we. Uh, but I think I'm just there's gonna, a lot here. Hold like, on, don't hold, don't on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, is Jonathan Colton the dude that did the? I I, I assume you. Probably know what this is. Accidental Tech Podcast, ATP, like Marco Armit, John Syracuse, Casey List, their podcast. Do you know what that is? Uh, I I don't, but he might have. Um, there's a guy also. Yeah, go he, ahead. There's a dude that was doing a like a song a day, song a week challenge. And part of it that, was, that was probably him. And at one point, he just wrote a theme song for this incredibly popular podcast and they use it every week. I could Google this. I'll Google this. And okay, <laughs> is I just this the guy, or can I just pull up my phone and Google? Oh, I just wanted to ask because then we could have a moment. But he, wait, <laughs> he uh, yeah, his most famous song is probably he did the um, theme song for Portal. Um, so if oh. you've ever played Portal or know that song, uh, he oh, did shoot. "Still Alive." That was the name of the theme song for Portal. Yeah, that's huge. He, but he didn't write the uh, the Baby Joey song, right? No, the 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 Joey Baby song. He did uh, not it's write unconfirmed. That. Okay. Unconfirmed. I'm t- I'm going to tell you right now. When we're done this, 
So we're all going to go and you're going to listen to this song. I will never listen go, to it. You're going to go. Oh, no, I hate that fucking song. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it's coming. It was right. Jonathan. It was Jonathan Mann, not Jonathan Colton. Different Jonathan. Jonathan Mann. Oh, Too many Jonathans. Jonathans. Right. Nerdy Too songs. Many Jonathans. There you have it. All right. All right. Uh, you want to play a little Mount Rushmore game, uh, Joe E. Okay, so this one might fall flat if you're not, uh, you know, if I guess if you if, if you don't take your work home with you, this might fall flat. So, the Mount Rushmore, uh, Netflix original material. So movies, shows, whatever <laughs> top top mm-hmm. four Netflix shows or movies you've consumed. Um, I'm gonna say Stranger Things. I think that's still my favorite show that Netflix has put out. I'm in. Um, I'm in. This is prob this is probably recency bias, but Fall of the House of Usher, I thought was amazing. Hell yes. It absolutely was. Yep. Are we horror um, fan friends? Are we horror fan friends? Like is that something I, we should I have been talking about more? I think we Damn are. It. it wasn't in the show notes. Uh, God, I could have went on more about that. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> um adding to the same theme, Midnight Mass. Uh a lot of people complain about the pacing on that one, but it's it's still one of my favorites. That's I didn't a, that's a mini series, right? That came out maybe like that was a mini ago. series. Yeah, it's on my watch list. I haven't seen it yet. Though. I don't think I watched it. Um, so I can't. I can't. It, it's a, that it's one. a good one. All yeah, right, I would. I would. I'll go put back it on a list. That one. Um, and, uh, for all the marbles, what's the, what's the fourth one? Ah, uh, what am I go with? Um, I think for the. Fourth one, and I'll be curious if anyone on the podcast has uh, has seen this. Um, I'm blanking the name of it. Uh, Centaur World. Mm-hmm. It was an animated series that they did two seasons of, but it's amazing. Nice. Well, and for the listeners at home, uh, real-time follow-up, uh, Keith has only rated one of those movies on glazesearch.com. Uh, that would be Stranger Things, and he rated it a nine. <laughs> there we go. All right, so I did watch Midnight Mass. I loved Midnight Mass. What because, is that? Uh, so it's... Uh, I haven't heard of it. It's a weirdly horror-adjacent thing. It takes place on a on an island. Yeah. Um, and the guy from iZombie, <laughs> that's why I watched it, the British... Indian dude from iZombie oh, was yeah, in yeah. that he's, he's, as he's the as, as the sergeant. Yeah, not in this. He's amazing no. in well, this. Mm-hmm. So I distinctly remember that's why it got shown to me because I watched iZombie religiously. Good show. Yes, it was. Also awesome good show. Yeah, and that's why I watched Midnight uh, Mass, but I did not watch the last one, Centaur. Um uh I did not watch that one. So yeah, we're definitely God, I wish I had more info on that one before it started. I think we are definitely horror friends. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> there could have been so much more content. Yeah, you can uh you can you can always manipulate your uh, unpaid or underrated to, you know, dictate that if you want. Um but I think it's time we move into a little unpaid or underrated. Uh you are familiar, Joey. That's uh just do you want to explain to the any, any new listeners? We we might have a new listener. Do you want to give them the rundown of uh, unpaid or underrated for us? Yeah, so uh, pretty much uh, I'm going to be given some hand-picked topics for me. I have to decide if they're unpaid or underrated. Um, 
What's you may have me? seen on some know. bootleg shows that unpaid is the same as overrated, uh-huh. but uh, unpaid is the original. Unpaid and underrated is definitely the original. Um, Love it. I have my druthers, so I can uh, I can I can add druthers as needed. But uh, the one rule is I'm not allowed to. I believe the way Keith says it is ride two asses with one horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. the correct ruling you got that correct okay i had fucked that analogy up a time or two for sure all right so <laughs> you did what with the horse yeah there's, there's <laughs> well there's there's three hosts so i say we at least get two each and then maybe some bonus ones at the end so i'll kick off i'm gonna go unpaid or underrated for big joey e marriage proposals via powerpoint <laughs> um I'm going to say that they're underrated, uh, even though the one time I was proposed marriage via PowerPoint, I said no. Uh, <laughs> uh, this proposal came about because uh, my friend Aaron was basically saying like, hey, if you know we're really good friends, we get along really well, what if we just got married kind of combined our uh our assets and and just had a great time like hanging out and 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 having fun um it was a very well done powerpoint presentation i'll also say that it was it was very convincing but uh in the end i i wanted to hold out for love so i was uh too sappy to to accept that marriage proposal that's fair Okay, so that is we're gonna give give you that one underrated. So my second one, ooh, so many good ones. Um, being a landlord, unpaid or underrated. <laughs> uh, being a landlord is definitely unpaid. Um, it's it, there are circumstances where it can make a lot of sense, and one of those was when I lived in San Francisco. So in San Francisco, I was able to buy a duplex and live in one of the units and rent out the other unit. Um, and that's basically what made it possible for me to afford the house. Um, so it was, it was, a you know, a good thing as far as that goes, but you're always dealing with things breaking. You're always doing maintenance. Um, I never had any problems with tenants or anything like that. Um, it was, you know, always had good luck there, but yeah, I would say being a landlord is 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 unpaid. There's a a lot of better things that you can do with your time. What are California's property taxes like? I live in New York and it's outrageous. So I have no. I'm just I'm curious. The they <laughs> actually sure, weren't curious. that bad. So it's so it's interesting. In my experience, it's a valid um, question. My two hosts are giving me shit for this. It's an extremely valid question. <laughs> it's like. Uh, it, it it could so, be answered so, in thirty seconds. It's not like it's got the look on my face. Much. I'm just like, oh, we don't do that on here. It's just so you. funny. It's, <laughs> it's actually it's actually not bad. the The property okay. taxes in California are fairly reasonable. You pay okay. a pretty high income tax. Um, okay. I think the top bracket there is like ten or eleven percent income tax, but the property taxes aren't bad. All right. Um, I figure each coast will do two, and then if we have a couple extra, we can do some, some bonus rounds. If uh, Nate or Joey want to hop in, oh, I've got, I have three. I don't know. That's, oh, that's fine. I, I mean, dudes, I don't care. All yeah, right, we're definitely we're gonna take unpaid underrated a little far because I think we're all just very interested in Joey, and it's it's been kind of funny that like 
I was going through the show notes and I was like, I don't know how much of this, but as I'm talking, I was like, no, I have a thousand more questions. I have so much I want to talk about. So yeah, Nate, go ahead, man. Do your thing. Uh, so the first one came to me amongst, upon, uh, upon a story that you told us. Um, so unpaid or underrated, uh, the song I've been everywhere by Johnny cash. <laughs> Um, oh, that's, see, this is definitely one of those ones where the the answer has to go based on the popular opinion. And Mm -hmm. I think the popular opinion is that that song is really, really good. So I think based on that, it's just a little bit unpaid. Like it's a great song, but it's just a little bit loved better than it is. It's tough. Johnny Cash. I think I asked a Johnny Cash question to to Keith and Joey. I guess that's my bit now. Um, <laughs> uh, so I actually looked up that song, and that song is 161 different variations uh, based on every country. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was actually originally written by an Australian person. Yeah, I didn't think it was originally Johnny Cash. I was thinking uh, about that. Okay. Well, that's what I said. I was like, no, let's pull it back and see if we can pull who originally did it. And then I think the the most recent one was during COVID, which was I Ain't Been Anywhere, man. And it's just about like them like uh, watching movies <laughs> dipping back and forth between their bedrooms. And I was like, you know, like nah, I'm gonna look up that. So yeah, that's not an uh, it's not a JK original. They're a J Cash original. JC. JC J Cash. Cash. As you Americans would say it, a JK. <laughs> um <laughs> all right. Uh next question. This is a huge one. Um O'Reilly Publishing. O'Reilly books. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they are underrated. Um, and I'm pretty sure this got added to the list because uh, I am a published author. Um, I wrote a book called The Dupe Security that nobody listening to this podcast has ever read. <laughs> and if you have read it, I apologize. Um I would recommend if you have the opportunity and your employer will pay you to write a book, do it. But if you're just writing a book on your own, don't do it. <laughs> Makes uh, sense. But O'Reilly, O'Reilly Media, they treated me really well and they were very supportive. So I would say that they're underrated. And you, you're saying that as someone who wrote nonfiction. <laughs> that's like, that's a whole nother level of like, you wrote a book. Um, and all yeah. that stuff has uh that's legit. There, no. there was no vampire sex at all, and you still got published. Like that's a thing to be. <laughs> Joey, really did you read it? Of. Do you know there's no vampire sex? Uh I do read a, I actually, if you pay attention to I think last week or the week before, I only read nonfiction. Uh but no, I did not read that. Um uh, cybersecurity is not my well, Feel free to pick up like one or 50 copies, whatever floats your boat. Uh, you still get residuals everyone, on that, baby? I think if everyone in crew buys a copy of my book, I'll have enough money to buy a round of beers for the hosts of this podcast. <laughs> if we bring it to... Yeah, uh, but if I, if I buy one copy, signed. will you show up to the Liftard Levisi? Because I can make that happen and I can prove that. <laughs> <laughs> can we get physical copies like can we get it signed what are we what are we talking you, here? you can still buy physical copies i'm pretty sure um 
I I will see if I can I can swing it. But if you get a physical copy and I do make it out to the lift hard live easy, I will sign it for you. No, will you? You know, in the in, I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a like, physical copy of that book. I'm not going to read it probably, but I want it. And I want it signed. I'll read it. Probably not. Every O'Reilly book that's ever been given to me, I'm like, woof, this looks so useful. And then I don't read it. <laughs> I'm really, again, Joey, real developer, writes O'Reilly books. That's how good he is. Nathan, bad developer, gets O'Reilly books, does not. Doesn't read them. <laughs> look, look, I will tell you the secret, though. I get paid the same commission if you read the book or don't read the book. Yeah, exactly. So that's, the point. Point. That's, yeah. That's, that's done. When I, I, when I started my, my most recent job, uh, I I wasn't a .NET developer to start with. I, I started in like PHP and stuff, and uh, so we started doing a bunch of .NET. And uh, the owner, my employer, was like, "Here, here's a bunch of like O'Reilly books. You can read these." And I was just like, "Great, I'll get right on that." And I was like, "Will he know if I don't read these? Because <laughs> there's zero chance. There's so much, and they're actually really helpful. Like I've used them as reference. I was like, "Oh, well, these are really good. I should read this, but I'm still not gonna read I'm them. No chance." Do that. <laughs> They're usually better for reference to be yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, last one. This should be simple. Uh, leet code, unpaid or underrated? As a big tech worker, thoughts on leet code? Oh, underrated, hundred percent underrated. Like you, you can't, you can't have enough leet speak in your life. Uh you say leet speak now. <laughs> Pull this out, Nate. Are we talking? Um, like, are we talking? Are we calling people noobs? Are we I'm getting like, nerds. Like, are we? Are we? Are we on the same wavelength? Because I'm not a big leak code guy, but I know big tech people are. Like, I got I got buddies that are like, oh, I'm I want to apply for the big five. All I do is answer leak code questions, leak speak, leak code. Like the the website you go, you do all the problems. You said leak speak. And oh. I, are we are we on no, different wavelengths? Right. I am not. I'm not. I'm on different wavelengths. Oh Let me gosh. get back on your level. I have never done leak code. Okay, good. I think it's. I, I yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I think it's overrated. And just I like I will use that word. Well, I think you mean unpaid. Supposed, no, I, I. It is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> out of this game i don't understand nate, nate shows up to one podcast and bombs <laughs> no, no 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 this is this isn't part of the game this is my my personal opinion it's overrated um okay so we're on different wavelengths but yes lead speak yeah let's get let's get more of that going for sure yeah leads lead speak underrated uh i'll just i'll just go along with your opinion and say that lead code isn't paid yeah <laughs> but lead speak is is FTW. Um, for the win. Yeah, it's for the win. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. GG. Well, I, I have to explain things for the for the listeners. So you know, for the for the for the, for the Davis, they they need to explain to them. <laughs> yeah. So jokes are best. GG no re. Let's move on. <laughs> um, ONG. All right. So yeah, ONG for real, for real, for real. On God, on God. Yeah, you know. I guess I have like three that are just two are Netflix based. I just ran when I just paused for the last time, I ran out and asked my my wife if we have any like Netflix ones that we want to chat about. And then one that isn't. Okay, so uh unpaid or underrated, it's one of her favorites. I even kind of liked it. Uh the Dragon Prince. I have not seen it. Okay. So that that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I that was a risk. 
Uh, it was just based on the 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 anime one from earlier, but uh, you know, like I don't mm-hmm. like anime. I don't like the animation style. I actually fucking hated the animation style, but I really liked the storyline of the Dragon Prince. So I wanted to see if you were mm-hmm. if you were familiar with that. So we'll move on to the next one. Um, Last Train to Busan, unpaid or underrated? I also <laughs> I also <laughs> haven't seen that one, unfortunately. Really? Okay. If only uh, he had so, a website that could tell us everything that he's seen. <laughs> uh, so my challenge to you, honestly, if you are like we were mm-hmm. kind of hinting there, like we might be horror friends, you've got to watch Last Train yep. to Busan. Uh, it is a Korean zombie movie uh, where the they have this idea where they, if they get on this train to get out of their town, that they will somehow survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the best zombie thing ever made since like some of the original zombie stuff. I don't think Netflix has it. I feel like I watched it on Netflix originally. Yeah, I'm sure it's on there. It's on my watch list. I thought it. It may have left. I can check. Um, I will tell you, I have a Netflix superpower, which is I have the ability to basically travel to any country without leaving my house. So if it's available in any of the countries that Netflix okay. streams, then I can watch it for debugging purposes so, so you have it, so i can watch it so i can watch it you have me and sure keith right. telling you it's still on there definitely watch last china busan if okay. we're going to be if we're going to be horror friends here absolutely that movie is is top tier uh so i'm 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 over two so uh, <laughs> literally it all comes down to this one yeah this is, the, this is the last one this one holds all the marbles um unpaid or underrated the boo at the zoo <laughs> uh boo at the zoo is uh definitely underrated um so for people that don't know it's a costume contest at Hall- around the time of halloween um i participated two years in a row um, in Melbourne, Florida. I've never lived in Melbourne, Florida, uh, but I did a a group Halloween costumes with my friends and uh, we won both years. Um, I will tell you though, the first year I did it, I thought it was like just that one weekend that we went. um, And I learned later on that they did it like five weekends in a row. And so I was disappointed that we weren't just like the best costume of the entire Halloween season. But yeah, it is definitely underrated. Okay. So in, in all fairness, just one more thing. What was the, your favorite costume? Uh, probably the first year that I did it, uh, we did a whole like finding Nemo theme and I was dressed up as a sea anemone. Uh, but if you look at a picture of me, I look like a box of French fries because I've got like pool noodles sticking out of a shirt uh, yes. with yeah. like some fish drawn on the shirt. We had notes on a pool noodle costume, I believe, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Some udon noodles? Uh, he said he had udon noodles. Udon noodles, oh, yeah, exactly. Well done. Well, well, well done, Harker. Bringing it full circle. Someone's got to pay attention here. Get the YouTube links, the jokes. <laughs> well i think everyone had three i only got two so i'm gonna throw one more at you real quick before we move on uh oh so many good ones uh android devices <laughs> uh android devices are unpaid i'm a uh 
a bit of an Apple fanboy. Um, my first two smartphones were were Android devices, and they were fine. They they worked. They could make phone calls. They could kind of run apps. Um, I don't run apps, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one uh threw me because like most like tech anyone i know that's like super techie i always feel like are android guys so uh, mm. i don't know no mm. no no hard disagree mm. that's it depends Maybe it's just so, my, my, uh, my personal interactions with a handful of techie guys i, I, I want to put real- i want to put one thing out there for techie people the so, google nexus 6p gigantic phone incredible camera Probably the greatest Android phone I've ever owned. Huawei made it, mm-hmm. actually. Like it, Huawei did that was their last uh, it, with with Google. No, I think the Nexus Five might have been the Huawei's last one. God, that phone was mm-hmm. the best phone I think I've ever owned in my life. The and Nexus I've been app- stuff. I've been Apple since. I've just been Apple since. Like it, it's 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 just so reliable. It's easier. So I I just want to say most. Like young, stupid techie people, sorry to say this, are definitely, I hate Apple. Apple's the worst. I do one of my Android stuff. But at the end of the day, now just, I just get Apple. God, it's so much easier. Yeah, get, get, getting my wife an Apple phone the other day was pretty, or like a few months ago, was pretty awesome. She still doesn't know when I podcast, but she does have an Apple phone at least. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that uh, that will round out unpaid or underrated. So it'll move us into one of our last topics here. Uh, Big Joey, do you have anything for at least two of the three hosts? Because we had a little extra host, so I don't know if we can have you if you got anything on for him on the fly or if they're uh, something we can round robin and all answer. But uh, hit us with whatever you got, bud. Yeah, so uh, I'll just start reading some of my questions, and anyone can can dive in. Um, what is it like to run a meme page on Instagram with almost twenty thousand followers? I don't know. Don't know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This this is embarrassing. I was told Matt was going to be here, and so hey! I some questions for him. Um, this is. I'm sorry. Let me let me. Just we couldn't get Matt, and that's why I'm here. I'm sorry. Yep. I mean, fast improvement, if you ask me. Um, I didn't say so... it. that wasn't me. Keith said it. Wait, wait, don't wait. come for me. Matt has twenty thousand followers. Yeah, like 19, he does. Yeah, that's probably like nineteen point eight thousand. A fucking guy. Okay, so he doesn't have twenty thousand followers. Let's just set that straight. Yeah, so he's close to funny. <laughs> when, he's funny when, adjacent. I run, I run data analysis. Ah, yeah, so, not twenty thousand. Come back to me when you're at twenty, you unfunny bastard. He'll probably be at twenty by the time <laughs> dinner is actually ready. <laughs> so it's uh, funny because um, he, he yeah. smokes meat and it doesn't get ready on time. <laughs> Playing that one for Thanks, because you're explaining jokes now. <laughs> uh, so happy you're uh, here. Uh, <laughs> all right, all Joe. Right, so e, uh, what else do you have? <laughs> uh, so one of the the things I like to post on my Instagram stories is uh, rate the RPE. So I'll show videos of my lifts and I'll ask uh, people to vote on what they think the the RPE was. Um, so I decided to come up with a, a list of just kind of like everyday things and uh, ask the hosts to to rate it on an RPE scale. Um, so anyone can chime in with these. Uh, waking up early. RP5. <laughs> Not hard. 
Yeah. Not hard for Keith. I mean, I, I think it depends on the day's readiness. Um, uh, right. Like, you know, some days it's harder than others. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, Keith and I are early people. I know that because Keith and I will be texting and then Joey will text back like three hours later, <laughs> three hours later. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know, probably like a, a five or six lately, three kids in, it's getting more and more difficult. I feel like as the, yeah. as the years progress, because you don't get to go um, to sleep earlier. That's the yeah. biggest problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, five, six. Uh, it's probably a fair RPE. Joey, uh, how about you? So full disclosure, if I don't have anything to drink, if I am completely hydrated, <laughs> if my You're kids peaked. haven't, yeah, <laughs> if my kids haven't woken me up 16 fucking times in the night, I could get up at five o'clock and I'm good. I'm good for the whole day. And actually this morning I was up at five o'clock and laying in bed going, well, how do I go to the gym without waking the kids up and blah, blah, blah. So I've been up since five o'clock this morning. Those days are six, seven RPEs. Uh, Days like Mm -hmm. where I have a couple beers and the kids have kept me up till 11 PM and, and so uh, yeah, those those are eight or nine fucking RPs. I actually love wake. I actually love waking up very early, and I go out of my way to try and do it. I, I bought a um a new alarm clock, which I think you guys can kind of see that. See that red behind me? That's yep. what that is. Yeah. So that red behind me is actually a uh, white noise machine that is also a sunrise simulator. Because I got sick of being woken up by the annoying sound of alarms. So that thing will simulate a sunrise for 10 minutes before my alarm. I'm always awake before the alarm. Because I don't, I don't want to be jolted awake. Jolted awake is so bad for you. And I'm now I'm going to become the mm-hmm. fucking guy on the podcast that does the like... Ugh. But like it's so bad for you. And it, it your day starts where you're mad. You're mad. When your alarm goes and you fucking wake up and you're like, ah, so I started doing a little bit of a different thing where I just, yeah, I could easily wake up most days earlier than most tomorrow. I'll be up at 6am and be fine. Uh, I'll be grumpy for probably the first 15, 20 minutes, but that's just when all the warm liquids, the pee, the coffee, the shower, all that warm liquid morning (laughs) shit starts. And then I'll be fine. This is now the Huberman right. podcast. <laughs> um, sort of in the same uh, subject area, going to bed early. RP10. Uh, yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> work, to, work till What's 7 o'clock, come home, get the kids ready, get dinner ready, get the beer ready. Get the cooler ready. Do the podcast up till 11, 12, 30 p.m. Yeah, there's no such thing anymore. Nah, that's like a five. You fuck yeah, you. Nate, Must Nate, be Nate, nice. Nate Mister, I'm, I'm not even going to edit this week. <laughs> I'm so tired. I hope there's nothing I'm missing. Uh-huh. Tired. It's, ne- it's never tired. It's just the amount of hours in the day run out. 
It is funny because like Nate or Joey and I will still be texting back and forth like after 10 o'clock and Nate will never chime in. And then yes. like Nate and I will be going at like five or six some mornings too before Joey. Sh- like, so what we learned <laughs> is not that Joey doesn't <laughs> chime in sometimes, but like, yeah, that's just funny. So what, what? we learned is Keith doesn't sleep is what we're learning. Uh, but <laughs> also, I get a good five hours. But to, oh, be, fa- to be a fair, I just don't look at my phone. It's not that I'm not awake or that I don't mm. like acknowledge it. I just have set times where there's no screens. It's the Huberman podcast. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want it. I don't want screens are bad for you. They're going to murder you. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been anyway. on one for three hours. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want. I just don't want to do this anymore. Too many screens. No, I yeah. I love this game though. Rating rating everyday shit on an RPE scale. Like I love RPE. This is, this awesome. is fantastic. This <laughs> is great. I will say, I think it is difficult to get to bed early. I think it's very difficult. <laughs> To get to to like doing things that are regimented and like not something that everyone does is difficult. Like there's a reason that I go to bed at ten thirty every night, and the reason that I wake up at five thirty every night is because like I have yeah. six million things to do in between those hours. And yeah. if I don't sleep between mm-hmm. those hours, one waking up at five thirty to lift when you don't get sleep the night before is the worst experience you will have in your life. Like waking up just absolutely exhausted just sucks. So it's like. I need to sleep for seven hours or just everything just falls on its face. Cause it's like, you know, work out in the morning, feel terrible, start working for eight hours at a screen. And you're just like, to Joey's point, screens will kill you. It is like within hour th- six of the day, I'm dead. So it's like, <laughs> it's hard, like doing any, anything, you know, to get touchy feely, Andrew Huberman, like you got to set the, the regimen, the schedule. And it's, it's not easy. Somebody's got it. You're in. I'm in sales, right? So like, I might wake up at six a.m. tomorrow morning. I might wake up five a.m. Whatever time I wake up, I'm going to go to work, and I'm only there because people need things from me. And it's an entire eight hours of just people needing things from me, and it's just a hard thing at some point where like, yeah, like you're not, you can't go at four thirty and lift. Because you've literally been drained by vampires for eight hours. And I, I get like, that's nothing on them. That's literally what mm-hmm. pays me. It's not, it's not a negative review of those people, but like, yeah, like you're just fucking exhausted. And then you go home and now toddlers need you and wives <laughs> need you and children need you. And you don't get to go to bed till they're in bed. And yeah, yeah, going to bed early is uh, is definitely RP fucking ten for me because it's you just don't have the option. And then some mm-hmm. fucking dummy makes you record on a Tuesday. You're the one that's got to go to fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking early. dummy. Yeah, yeah. I'm the fucking dummy right <laughs> oh, I now. Thought, that's oh. making us record <laughs> on a Tuesday. Like, I was like, this is this, this is a Joey. This is a, this is a, this was a Joey thing. I thought we were recording on Monday. Yeah, this is the fucking dummy. I'm the dummy. Who are you, my wife? <laughs> I'm just Joey. Oh, yeah, he fucking DM'd me last night, and I was like, wait, no, we're not. What? What? No, we're not recording <laughs> what tomorrow. Day, wait, what day do we record? Fuck, I'm so tired. Like, that was me. <laughs> so you're, you're too busy over there getting your saran wrap peanut butter out of the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you guys do it? All right. <laughs> That's such a fuck you. I'm not falling for that bit. That's not real. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what do you got, Joe? You got a, you got a couple right. more? Or this uh, you're having a lot yeah, of I got a couple these. more. Uh, uh, so I was going to do this one as vacuuming, but I don't know if everyone has carpeting. So I'll just say cleaning floors. 
Ooh. My wife's going to listen to this. Um, okay. I'm that's like a 10 because I never do it. I'm, I'm also very bad at it. Um, so yeah, bad at clean. My wife will hand me the broom and be like, Hey, can you sweep up the stuff over there? I'm like, yeah, I got it. And I look at that. And I'm like this, I did an excellent job. Like everything is clean. She'll walk over and there will just still be stuff covering the floor. I just, yeah, bad, bad at cleaning floors over here. Very, very bad. Ten, uh, RP, 10, 11, probably. It murders me. <laughs> I don't, I mean, for me, it's probably like the act of like finding the motivation to do it is like a seven, but like the ability to keep and get my house clean with two cats and a wife that has a head of hair that just always ends up on the floor. Like she's killed vacuums. Like, and like, like just the amount of hair that gets in the vacuum head. Like I've spent hours of my life cutting hair out of like the head of the vacuum. I spent hours pulling hair out of a drain. Like, like women's hair has like literally at least 30 to 40 hours of my adult life spent dealing with cleaning up my partner's hair. Just go pick it off the swirl in the bathtub. Does she not do that? Does she not no, do the swirl it, in the bathtub? Right oh, you got to right do the, the swirl. Drain, and then the I swirl in the bathtub is where it all comes from, yeah. What's the swirl? Uh, I personally... Do you mean just like where it's stuck to the wall? Yeah, and they okay, just like... I, they, they like brush, and then they put it on there, and they swirl it so it sticks to the wall, and then they never clean it up, and then you I, have to go do that. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I see that in people's apartments regularly. I recently uh, saw like a product that's like sticky notes. So you do that with the hair and then put it on a sticky note and the sticky note comes off of the wall. Yeah, but the hair also comes off the wall. So the sticky note is fucking moot. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. It's like a, it's like a huge pad that you put the hair on and then you pull the, I know, but you could just, you could just pull the hair off the ceramic (laughs) wall. Like you don't need Yeah, but I can't make any money doing that, Joey. (laughs) This is called entrepreneurship. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you. uh, Use code big Nate at checkout. I'm I'm actually such a big fan of vacuuming and cleaning floors to the point that I'm not allowed to do it because my real rule, my real general rule is I've seen that for two days. It's garbage. I will go through the house and if I've stepped on it, tripped over it or have to sweep it up more than once, that must be garbage. You left it on the floor this long. It can't be that important. And my whole family hates that rule. I love throwing <laughs> things out. I love getting rid of trash and garbage and useless shit. And unfortunately, if you've looked at that for more than two days, yeah, that's probably garbage. No, that's my scrunchie. That's your scrunchie? Why is your scrunchie on the floor? I saw it on the floor two days ago. Therefore, that scrunchie must be garbage. And yeah, that's actually a big, that's probably the biggest contention between me and Morgan. Yeah, good, good, good. Good way to piss off your wife, and I, it's like well, also a good way to get out of cleaning the house because you just no, because so I'll just sweep just it all into the it. dumpster. Like I'll just yeah. like I'll be like, okay, I I've been home for two days. I've been trying to help you clean things up, and now I just have to sweep everything into the garbage. So I actually love sweeping the floor and vacuuming the floor. Nobody likes when I have to do it. It's a nice feeling walking on a freshly like mopped or cleaned floor, though. It's just like oh, that feels different, which means like oh, how dirty was that? Yeah, yeah, and that in my house, <laughs> that is not how that goes. <laughs> All right. Um, for the next one, I'm gonna say cooking. Cooking for me is probably like a seven and a half to an eight. Like, 
I can grill, but like making a meal, fuck that. Like I'll, I'll microwave some vegetables and, you know, grill some chicken or steak. Other than that, it's like uh, I do make some decent eggs and toast and some like bacon and stuff. Like I can't, I'll make breakfast, but I'm not like making like a three course meal ever. <laughs> so, yeah, difficult. Go on eight. Yep. I see. No, I, wanted, in there. I wanted Joe to go because I want I want his takes first. Uh, I because Joey's a big big foodie. At least he used to be. Oh fuck! I used to love cooking. All right, yeah. Let's let's not. I used to love cooking until I met my wife, and she's so much better at it than I am. <laughs> and then, like one day, I just realized I forgot how to fry a fucking egg. Like I used to love cooking my own eggs. And I would go in and then you just like crack it and you just like break the yolk because I love them over hard and you would add your salt and you would add a little bit of hot and then and then I was like okay yeah yeah I can make my own eggs. She goes, uh, can I make your eggs this morning? And I'm like yeah sure like sure I'll just spend time with the kids. And she introduces me the egg, which is exactly the same egg I cooked, but twenty times better. And I'm just like, now I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. You are so much better at this than I am. Um, so yeah, RP, RP eight to eight and a half for me for cooking. Cause if you leave it, if you leave me to it, I can do it. If I am like, if you give me a day's notice and you're like, honey, tonight you're cooking pasta. I will murder that pasta. I will make the best fucking red sauce pasta you can make. I will make the best, like homemade mac and cheese you can make i will make all those things but if you're if you can do it and you're my wife then you should probably do it all right mm. Nate, how about you i'm really thinking about this because uh, like difficulty level for cooking um i mean it depends right like uh you know what are you cooking um you know i think that's where where the the trouble lies because like if we're just cooking an egg it's like one RP, like easy. Unless you're you're doing some like fancy, like you know. I hear what I just said. Cooking eggs is the hardest thing in the world. Well, d- depends. <laughs> I think it depends. Um, Did you know that I used to be able to hard boil an egg? I used to be able to do that. That was so easy for me for years. And then somehow my wife, my wife, found a way to hard boil an egg and then fry it in butter to make it better. That sounds. And then Excited. suddenly I learned, I don't know shit about hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> She's like, I think shit, I need though, uh, no, God, recipe it's... for hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, well, it's a Mediterranean recipe, right? So she would like, I just saw it on TikTok and I was like, is this real? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then she fucking did it. And it's <laughs> like you brown the butter, you, you make your hard-boiled eggs, you brown the butter, you just like flip them in the browned butter. And then you make like a Mediterranean salad. Mm. Like, like it used to be that make cooking was easy. And then the wives come in and they're just like, they're just like, can you just take the kids for 30 minutes to give me some time? And you're like, yeah, sure. I'll go be a big dumb guy and let kids jump on me. And then she shows up with a fucking four course meal. Anyway, I'm, uh, did a kid did a kid jump on you today and you accidentally sent a text too? Did that, was it a thing that happened? <laughs> yeah, I told I, I texted. I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm I was giving updates. I was like, I'm going to be running close to time. Like, okay, I should be there." And I just get a text from Joey that says, "Like, don't do that." And I was please like, don't. Oh, it's I? Just, "No, please don't." Yeah, please don't. And I was like, I, 
I guess I'm not getting on the podcast. Then he's like, oh, sorry, that was a, a voice to text. I accidentally said a kid just jumped yeah, on me. And yeah, I like, so I had my phone in my hand. I was texting Nate. And then I guess I must have hit the voice to text button because my son went, I'm going to jump on you. And I was like, no, please don't. And then I guess that got sent to you guys. And I was like, I guess I'm not getting on the podcast. Now. I'll go to bed then. Yeah, but that, that left room. Morgan to cook a great meal to yeah. bring it back into the center. Yeah, I don't know though. Uh, I, apparently, I should rate an RPE ten according to Joey. Um, but I, I've, I have like a really big fascination with like cooking. I think cooking's awesome. Um, like I've ever since like my wife and I went and bought like a, a cast iron pan. I was like, I want to like learn how to use this right and like do all the cool things and like understand like all these techniques and i want to do all of that mm-hmm. i don't think i'm good at any of that and I, but it's like i aspire <laughs> so much to like like you watch the bear and you're like i want to be carmy like i want to just be like oh yeah that needs acid like i want to be able to know that and like so maybe it is a 10 for me because i aspire so much to be this good cook that can do a hard-boiled egg and butter and whatnot but i'm like here let me put some chicken in a pan and throw some seasonings on it <laughs> it's like let's make thai peanut chicken honey garlic chicken uh some variation of chicken and rice it's like not a good cook but i can make it and it's edible so i don't know but yeah cooking uh underrated um yeah rp something i don't know (laughs) um all right the next one i have on my list is leading for work I mean, I guess RP. I mean, I got to do it. Like, you can't not, right? Uh, outside of the the last two days, since Joey got me and Nate sick via our text thread last week, so like, you know, I did not go to work Friday or Monday. But uh, yeah, normally it kind of is what it is. It's the shittiest thing is like uh, snow. Not if if I don't register that we got two or three inches of snow, and then that takes me an extra like five minutes to get the car ready. Or even if it's not snow, it's just super frosty. Like, like I've got a really old car with shitty gaskets, so my fucking windshield gets like extra icy versus some of the other people's cars. So like, I got to put a little more effort into it. Uh, but I think in general, like I don't know, like leaving for work, you just like, what are you gonna do? Not not go get paid? So I don't know, like a five, I guess. What are you gonna do? Not squat the weight, Keith? That's how yeah. RPE works. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so, oh God, leaving for work, I actually can get up and go to work anytime. It's so easy. And you know what makes it hard? When your son looks at you and goes, hey, can I come to work with you today? Nothing more soul crushing. Fuck, <laughs> dude. And you're like, no, you have to go to school. And he's like, no, I'd rather spend the time with you. And you're like, mm, that's not how life works. So, uh, so uh, leaving for work uh, without kids, six, seven, for sure. Easy RPE. The moment mm-hmm. your kid goes, yeah, I'd like to come with you. Can you have Nate? Have they hit you with the, Hey, can you just stay home with me today? Oh yeah. I, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get, I'll have my druthers here in a second, but yeah, that's, I've, I've had every that's, variation. That's RPE well, nine and 10. Yeah, that's, that right. one's like, I would love to not go to this terrible place where people just yell at me all day. I and stay here where you yell at me all day because at least I like you. <laughs> so, yeah, leaving. So, leaving for work for me is a weird thing. Um, uh, so this last job, so I was like remote for a, a good amount of time. COVID, yada yada. Um, so last job, I was 
went back into the office and as a dude who works out in the morning and all of that, like the act of like just getting out of the house to me, isn't like difficult, but, um, I've been since our oldest or youngest son has been born. I was like, Hey, I'm going to be remote just to be around the house to help. And I just haven't gone back to the office for six months. Um, (laughs) and no one's really said anything about it. So I haven't been leaving for work at all. So I don't know if that's an RPE 10 or an RPE one at that point. Um, (laughs) but like to Joey's point, like it is, I I keep thinking about going back to work. Like I need to get back in the office just a couple times to be with people to like suss stuff out. Um, and I'm like, I don't know if I can get out of the house. Like, I don't know how, like once you do it, the consistent, it's like easy. It's like, here's what we do. Here's the routine. Boom, out the door. But like, once you've been just, all right, we'll just take a shower and walk downstairs, turn the computer on and go. It's like, man, getting a lunch ready, like putting shoes on, getting in the car. Like that sounds impossible. Um, like it, just, I don't know <laughs> if I could do it. Um, so it, it depends. Uh, Dave Tate quote copyright. Um, RPE 10 is what leaving for work feels like right now. But yeah, and also like the kids stuff. There's nothing worse than like your kid being like, can I come with you? Like, why why are you going? Why are you leaving? Why why aren't you going to stay with me? Um, But like working from home is the like the benefit of like, oh, like yesterday I was in a meeting and uh, both of my children ran down the stairs, ran next to my computer with just like underwear on their heads. Um, And so you do get like, (laughs) It is like, nah, sometimes it would be nice to be in the office, but this is pretty funny. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, hold on one second. There's two men attacking me with underwear on their heads. And everyone's like, what? It's like, just children, just children. We're all good. No one's broken into the home. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so RPE 10 right now, it'd, it'd be literally impossible. All right. That, that, that all makes sense. Uh, I'm going to do one more and then I think I'll call it there. Getting started in the gym. It's like getting your workout started. That's tough. So some days it's literally a one and some days it's a 10. So, but like for druthers, uh, like today I, uh, you know, it's just like, well, bench day is super easy. Like I'll, you know, it's like, like a three minute warm up, and I'm like under the bar and I'm already like up to like two plates in like five minutes half the time. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom squat. Like I'm, I'm not taking a working set for like fucking almost an hour sometimes on squats <laughs> yeah. like it's just like nah and then usually i'll have a, one of my, my buddy chris will be over on on sundays too but like i don't know like as far as like just the intent to go downstairs I, i'm not i don't know like you just fuck around your phone it's so much hard like i do notice when i'm at a commercial gym i can train in like 90 minutes or less like always like so i guess if you factor that in it maybe is more difficult to get started at home but i don't know there's so many different caveats to that of like how I could take it. Like some days I have great quick workouts and other times I'm literally down there for four hours and I did an hour and a half for the work. So, uh, so I guess we'll call it a seven. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, safest a, RPE. I'm about done with hypertrophy. Like I'm, I'm hyper, <laughs> hi, hypertrophies, I guess like whatever. Joey we're said he it. wanted to get small again this week. He, I'm done with hypertrophy. He really I'm does so want to get small again. Fucking done with hypertrophy. <laughs> It's like I, because I'm on Juggernaut, I open it and I was like, I got to work out today. And if I'm feeling amazing, this is the thing. I'm feeling amazing. Okay, like I slept. I'm at good calories. Like I'm I'm okay. I'm not. 
I'm not tired. I'm still, I'm going to go down and work out and then I'll open it and it'll go, well, you got a top set of six at like fucking ridiculous weight. And then you've got six more sets after that. I'll be like, uh, yeah, but what's my like hotel game doing on my phone that I could just like waste another (laughs) 30 minutes not doing that. Um, so I just, I think if it's, if, it, if it's a hypertrophy block, I fucking hate it. I hate it. I'm so done with hypertrophy blocks. <laughs> uh, and then I tried to get out of them, but Juggernaut would lot would not let me get out of them. Um, so, uh, God, getting into the gym is really hard, but like, I have like little, just like rituals, like rituals are probably your biggest savior. Just like little, Mm -hmm. like, like I take my pajamas off and I put my tiny shorts on and I go and I take my nitric oxide and I might go and take my pre-workout. And these are all things that are just like, they they help you control the next two hours of your life in the gym. And if, as long as you can commit to those, you'll end up in the gym every time. Right. And actually the the most recently i was complaining about um my creatine having uh, beta alanine in it mm-hmm. it's fucking weird that my creatine has beta alanine in it but because ghost makes it ghost does whatever they want whenever they want and it's like <laughs> like it has tingle they don't want the face to it and it's like, uh, that's another thing. That's just like, the more you work out, the less tingle you get. So if you take it half an hour before your workout, you start tingling and then you're like, well, this is just another signal to get into the gym. So uh, I will say that like, if like, if I didn't have those little rituals where I just have to do those things, fuck, that's a nine or 10. I would I actually wouldn't. I would much prefer to sit on the couch, stare at my phone and watch horror movies. Absolutely, but with these little rituals, it actually comes about uh, seven or eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. <sighs> I've been thinking about this a lot. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Uh, so, it's just something I do at this point. Um, because it's like the first thing I do in the morning, it is hard, but it always happens. Um, so, it's just like, wake up, 5.30, walk into the bathroom, pee, Vitamin D, clothes on, walk downstairs, make a smoothie, drink smoothie, walk outside, go. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it just, it's a, a it's, unmovable force. It's rituals. Um, yeah. It's rituals. Like you're, yeah. like everything is set up for you to get in there. Um, Absolutely. Also, no one else is awake to stop me most of the time. And if they are, I tell them, go back to bed. It is <laughs> no business. Yeah, you're three. You're not stopping me from the gym. I can, I can hurt you. Also, please don't wake up at five thirty. Your day will be terrible. Like you don't yeah. need this. Um, so in that respect, I think it's like a three. Um, my typical problem is just explosive diarrhea in the morning. Oh my uh, god! Just, yes. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the the thing preventing me from getting out to the garage is just like I might have to poop a third time for some reason. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But like, if I don't get to a toilet right now, everything is going to be covered in poop. And it I just wish I brought that up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um. So I think that like that's the most difficult part about uh, working out is just like, did I clear everything out? Because if not, I'm gonna be mid 
warm up and it's like okay i can either take this first working set and risk <laughs> pooping my pants or <laughs> i just go inside now and i'm gonna lose like five six minutes and i only have like 45 minutes left and if i can hit this working set without pooping my pants i can go the rest of the workout but you got I, and sometimes you just gotta poop your pants and keep going eddie cohen style um so you know just yeah I, I genuinely there. wish I had brought that up because that's a, it's like, honestly, I brought up the taking your pre-workout break, taking your nitrous oxide. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. This is it. This is it. I got going to do my warm ups. Um, Juggernaut's got me doing the, the bird dogs and the dead bugs and the, okay, yeah, we're good. We're good. No, we're not. And then yep. you run up and you hope there's nobody <laughs> in the washroom because I live in a house with one washroom and, three adults and two children and you just hope there's nobody in there and then you go okay so this is gonna add 10 minutes but i have to be at work in two hours so keep doing that so yeah i i yeah i wish i'd brought that up that's a good call the worst is uh shitting with knee sleeves on like i'm not taking my knee if i take my knee sleeves off i'm never getting them back on so like but (laughs) thank you for bringing that up thank you knee sleeves squat shoes and a squatty potty it's like oh my god my knees are like in the freaking ceiling (laughs) and a squatty potty yeah let's roll your knee sleeves up and you're like uh they hurt too much to take off that's gonna pull out hair but like i gotta go now oh that's good call that's a very good call keith Dude, Once I had a sweating. There's no way I'm put, putting them back up. Like they're just there's there's mm-hmm. your pants off. Um, oh, no. my knee sleeves, Dick. Just, I know. Uh, we have to explain Keith, it to everyone. Keith, Keith, you're in the basement, Jim. No one's gonna know if you squat butt naked. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Squatty potties are so great, though. Um, had a travel one for a while that folded up. It was sick. Squatty potties underrated. Can we get? underrated we're gonna I'm, we're gonna I'm, get, I'm, i'll make it a poll next week um can we get them as a sponsor keith can we work that up <laughs> code for squatty potty? i love that uh since uh since the sister podcast said they'd cover some of our sticker dues i'm just like i don't i don't do affiliate ad reads anymore it's just like i'm good yeah no, use, our, you. use our code uh we're working on getting sponsored by dude wipes as well to sponsor our uh, <laughs> I do, pooping stories I do like my dude wipes i definitely have to have those with me on those um, days yeah and so he goes Hey, uh, how do you guys get ready in the morning? And we just spent like fucking eight minutes going on about pooping. Because this is the podcast podcast, about pooping. That's what the podcast is. Podcast about crew, by crew, for crew, about pooping. Yeah. (laughs) New tagline. All right. You guys want to wrap this up? Like, do we... Is there anything that, else? That that I, I thought we were going for five have, hours. I do have one thing I want to mention. Uh, oh, fuck. Big, here we uh, go. No, no. This, this, this is more of a statement. It shouldn't really Labor be unions. Uh, unpaid or underrated. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck you. Um, no, this is one of the big, big Jen had responded to the Instagram thing. She uh, basically had commented how, you know, I'm I'm orange glaze. Does that make you the purple haze? <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I, I might be. Do you have an IMDb account? Because we could make this a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Us working together could be even better. Create. I was going to say, I feel like if anybody's <laughs> going to bring that up, it yeah, that's not a good, that's not a bad call. If we build it, they'll come. Jeez. The purple haze. Purple All right. Haze. Yeah, let's uh, let's start this outro, boys. I think we're good. Everyone, everyone happy? Everyone set? I'm fucking exhausted. 
Mm, I'm right. looking back through the show notes. I think we missed some stuff, guys. I right, will. So. I will literally <laughs> murder you. So speaking of our affiliates, uh, please, uh, Obsidian Ammonia, Barbell Rescue, Plate Snacks, Home Gym Con, all code unpaid. Go ahead and use that. Save 10 to 15% and uh, help us buy a speedboat. Yep, we need a speedboat. Well, I mean, I need a speedboat. I don't God, I, don't I wish I knew the speedboat joke. I mean, if, what do you mean? There's no joke, Joey. We need a speedboat. The speedboat <laughs> is real. No, oh. it, will, it will be. I we love inside jokes. One day I want to be a part of one. We're going to buy a speedboat and we're going to ride on it. I don't know what there isn't to get about that. And There's no boats. We what all live in land. I live I'm, by Lake Erie. I could, I could, I could throw a rock and hit so Lake does Erie. Keith. I'm literally like less than three miles what from Lake Erie. What the fuck is Lake Erie? Uh, oh my gosh. Lake Ontario. <laughs> What? I'm by Lake Ontario, not Lake Erie. My bad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> is that is that one of those big lakes in the middle of the continent? Yeah, maybe. In the know. yeah, it's the the Great Lakes. Right. They, they literally have a name for them. I think he's. This has got to be. What are they bit. called? The I Great Lakes. They were called Grand Lake. Yeah, Grand Lakes. Okay. Yeah, I know Grand Lakes. I don't know Great Lakes. You guys are speaking American. I don't fucking understand. <laughs> you don't know the. You don't know Lake Erie. Anytime I so I've oh, I think he's doing a bit. He's got to be. He's got it. Yeah, just just like you did with your mic this morning. All right, I, that so. wasn't a bit. This morning bit. we've been recording for twelve hours. <laughs> All right, so uh, Instagram unpaid and underrated podcast or website unpaidinternpodcast.com dot com where Nate spends way too much time. I'm Big Keith. You can follow me at Keith Honeycut seventy three. Go follow my orange gym, the No Wine Cellar. Big Joey, where are they going to find you? <laughs> Which Big Joey? You want to try one of us in? I'm joey.echeveria on Instagram, and it's uh, spelled exactly how it's pronounced. All right. What about you, Nate? Where are they going to find you? Uh, You can find me at glazesearch.com, where you'll find all of your uh, movie-watching needs. Um, You can share that with your friends. Uh, We've implemented infinite scrolling, so I watched my friend do it the other day. She pulled up Search and she just scrolled forever it's just like instagram but more addicting uh and more informational um if you find a movie you want to share you can share that um you don't know what to watch um you can click the find a movie for me it'll find a random movie it'll give it to you you can also find you can also find nate at uh dave tate's or yeah, tatesounds.com. Yeah, there it is, tatesounds.com. Uh, Yaksounds.com. We're, 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 we're uh, working on making uh, Tate Sounds yeah, a, uh, an alarm clock. An alarm clock, yep. Uh, restaurant Retriever, that was me. Uh, you need to find a random restaurant in your area. I got that one. Um, and then we've got a secret project. I think Jake mentioned this, but we're going to we're gonna slide this in here. Secret project working on for the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic. Um, I don't know what, what more to say, but there's there's going to be a thing that I think will be there that's going to be a very large focal point uh, that may or may not be developed by the developer of GlazeSearch.com. Cool. I'm uh, glad you brought that thing that doesn't matter up. And it matters like a lot. Me, Joey, it called it hype. It's called hype, Joey. We don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, do. I don't think I've ever laughed so much during an episode. This has been mm. wild. <laughs> Find me at Joey underscore Malesco at Malise. He's at uh, KO. Uh, but most importantly, just follow the podcast because Keith controls that and you can leave me the fuck alone for a while. Uh, but Keith, what's our outro, buddy? See you next Tuesday, boys. <laughs>